Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. And uh, oh, here come the Diamondbacks. And, and there's my Cubs fandom safe and sound. Man. Yeah, it's sad because you don't want to jump off the bandwagon. Sad because everybody who's like, oh, this is kind of fun. Uh, seemingly, the air was let out of the tires last night. Uh, 10 nothing looks terrible. But let's just find that silver lining, shall we? One nothing would have been the exact same result. You don't win any games ever if you don't score a run. So the 10 part looks really bad. The zero is what it is. No matter what, you were going to lose that game. So you take your clunker and you walk away. My takeaway from the game is the Diamondbacks are out of their depth. This is not a... I hate to say this. It's, it's you know... It's what sports talk won't say. They're going to try to like, ah, Tori Lovello does It's not. It's just a team that all around isn't supposed to be there, and it's Yet. starting to show. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You know. Yeah. Now, is it over? Absolutely not. But the eye test in your first two games with your ace and your two looked a lot like the team around them was not quite there. And you're right. Not yet. Maybe a and year from now. saying they came right. off its, you know... Four in a row, two playoff games. So did everybody else, though. I know, but the only one that hit, held through are the Rangers. They're... Well, that's what I mean. Oh, nobody ever. I mean, the the Phillies lost a game they shouldn't have lost. But they, you know, any this is where I don't like local sports talk radio, as they say, just come up with a stupid excuse like, "Oh, they're playing with delays." You know, stop it. 
Everybody goes through that, the travel part and all the stuff with baseball and who's got one game and you missed this one. Yeah. It's not like they're flying spirit. Right, they're exactly. They're planes. Yeah, you got popped. You, you came out and you, you shocked the world with your Brewers and your Dodgers. You were going to lose a game. I mean, if you got through, I mean, the Rangers are the only ones who were, like, surprised. And they're going to lose a game. The Rangers, if the Rangers sweep the Astros, everyone will be shocked. And then the Rangers will get into the World Series and the Phillies will be. They're going to lose. You're not going through this thing unscathed. But, you know, you went to Philly, you lost two games in Philly the way it's supposed to be, the way it schedules out. Now you get to win all three here to keep. And then you got to steal one in Philadelphia. That's the deal. So that Phillies team is just, they, they hit, man. That's their, they're healthy. They were in it last year. People forget that. They won 90-plus games this year. And they got healthy in August. So... They're they're not exactly some team that's surprising people. They're supposed, and it looks like that when you watch the game. It looks like one team that's supposed to be there and another team that's like, all right, what do we do? It's almost like they're asking for directions. But uh, you know, that's up to Lavello and the rest of the crew to get that team all prepped up. Thursday afternoon is when the game. Tomorrow, it's tomorrow at two o'clock. I'm curious what it's going to look like. I don't feel much buzz. Do you? As far as the D-backs As far go? as the city goes and stuff, no. it feels kind of like, oh, all right. Uh, like when the Suns were surprisingly good again. The whole city got involved. I think it's kind of like we were saying. I don't think people are expecting them they to don't be where it. they're at. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. Think, yeah, you might be right. People don't buy it. I don't think people are believing this is a... Well, the crowd a, was you know. pretty lathered up. Yeah, but after the two, you know, dropping the first two, that That's probably what I'm saying. takes a It's like, I just days. don't... You, but the crowds are going to be, because they're people obviously interested. I'm talking about like... The buzz in the town. When the suns were going, it's all you see people in suns gear all over the place, and people are talking. There's stickers on cars, and, and not that I'm saying that they the Diamondbacks are going to have that, but that run that the suns made, it was you know bars were packed full. I think you were expecting it from the suns, though. Like you know, yeah. you had you Book, looked at that, you team. know, you had Chris yeah. Paul, you, you know, and and as the year went on, you're like these guys are going to be hard to beat. Like yeah. this one, so I don't think you ever felt that with the Diamondbacks. I don't think during the season you're like. Steam can make a huge run. Now, I talked to our salesperson, David Haar, yesterday, oh, who made the claim. The genius. The genius. That's right. The baseball genius who made the claim that he's been saying this since April. Oh, yeah. And he came up to me yesterday. He goes, what's going on? And I said, I don't talk to you anymore. I said, you make, <laughs> you make wild, wizardly claims. And, you're, and he laughed. And he goes, I heard you talking about it. And he goes, I never said they'd win the World Series. I'm like, that. Brett said that who saw this coming? And you said, I did. This guy right here. And he goes, you have to understand. I'm just a super fan. And I'm like, so you weren't, like, calling your shot. You were just basically saying, I'm blind to the Diamondbacks and rooting for them. I, I believe every single player on the team is the best player in baseball because I'm a Diamondbacks loyalist. And when you follow a team that closely, you start looking and saying, Alec Thomas is the best center fielder in baseball because you, that's the one you see, the one you root for. You only look at the positives and... They're just wrong. No, I never said he was going to. I never said he said he were going to win it. But yeah. I said, you know, with this run, I'm like, whoever saw this coming, he, that's when he's like, I oh, I did. I knew this was going to happen. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. We'll see. And it's not over. Again, it's not over. They could pull off a win Thursday and a win Friday, and the next thing you know, the whole thing's back it in your favor. The whole thing. I just don't see them in a position where they're supposed to be. They have not shown. It's the way the Dodgers look like something was wrong with them when the Diamondbacks... People were saying, what's wrong with the Dodgers? Not, oh my God, the Diamondbacks are great. Uh, what are the, the Brewers blew it. The, Do- the Dodgers blew it. The Diamondbacks haven't gone and just beaten somebody, at least in perception. They've been like, wow, they, they handled them pretty well. And then, what's wrong with the Dodgers? And we knew what was wrong with the Dodgers. Their pitching went away. So it's like, ah, 
valid reasons why they lost to a team they shouldn't have lost to. Anyway, we'll see. And I'm kind of stacked. I'm, oh, yeah, exactly. I'm kind of torn between who to root for. Because, you know, as we discussed a week ago, if I root for the Diamondbacks and they get to the World Series, I have uh, all the heat of saying that I would become a Diamondbacks fan because I hated my Cubs this year so much. Now, not because I hated them because they were bad or, or good. I just just tired of them. They're pissing me off. <laughs> and maybe it's time to leave that relationship, start a new one. But... Diamondbacks suck most of the time too, and it's not exactly like I'm chasing front runners. I just don't have any passion for it. So, but I would have to grow that. We'll see. They could still shock me. Maybe we play a little Corey Feldman at the Diamondbacks game. A little comeback king. It's not a bad idea. Everybody and the comeback, comeback king. And be like, yeah, Feldman will get you motivated. Well, they got like Jesse McCartney doing national anthem or something. On oh, two, is that guy yeah. doing it? I think that's the horn guy. Yeah, I mean, they should have they should have Feldman there. <laughs> is that who's doing it? I thought that's what I read. Okay. Oh no, he might be doing "God Bless America" or something because he's doing the. Uh, it's the retired U.S. Navy Petty Officer First Class Stephen Powell is going to be doing the anthem. I know he's doing something with them. Oh, Jesse McGuire is his name, right? Jesse McGuire. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Doesn't matter. <laughs> He'll do one of them, I'm yeah. sure. He's not doing Thursday. Well, this is three and four. Maybe he's doing four. Ugh. This guy, uh, uh, Stephen Powell, is going to do it on Thursday. It was the winner of something called Voice of the Ocean. Is he a merman? Is that what? How does that? How do you win that? I guess in the Navy, if you sing loud enough, you. Did become... he beat Jason Momoa? Yeah, he he did. He actually did. He and he threw a trident through him right afterwards. It's pretty awesome. That's pretty amazing. Stephen Powell, I'm, I'm impressed. But, yeah, we'll see. There it is. The national anthem on Thursday. The anthem on Friday is uh, the, the voice of the ocean. Thursday is Dr. Jerry Jesse Maguire. That's it. So it is tomorrow's game. Okay. He's going to blow that trumpet. Doctor of brass. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Haven't they done this? I mean, it only worked once. When they had him roll out in 2001 and play all of them, and everybody lost their minds for it. Well, you thought, you th- well, no, it, it, like, because they were there in like 2007, and again, and they drug McGuire out a few more times, and they lost. So, not much of a tradition when you keep losing. But they'll bring him out there. 25th anniversary. They should bring the old team out. The 25th anniversary Diamondbacks should come strolling out onto the field and hand baseballs to kids or something. That would be pretty cool. But nobody likes Kurt Schilling, so you can't do it. Everybody thinks he's a dick. He'd be there. And he'd show up. That's why everybody's like... There's nothing else going on. I guarantee you, when they try to reunite the, the Diamondbacks in 2001, everybody's like, hey, Luis, you want to do this? Yeah, sure. Who else going to be there? Oh, Randy and Mark and Matt Williams, and uh, we're going to bring Jay back, and Tony Womax agreed to do it, and we got Finley and uh, Kurt. Oh, Kurt's going? Never mind. I'm out. Ah, oh, God damn it. I got a Sanderson commercial yeah, to cut, I got, so I got, I'm I got busy. to shoot some spots. <laughs> and we lost Gonzalez because of goddamn Schilling. Can someone go give Schilling COVID real quick and keep him away? Anyway, Diamondback fans, don't worry. People who want to just have fun with this. Three games here at home. Supposed to win the home games. And who knows? By the end of the weekend, you could be saying, hey, 3-2 lead Diamondbacks going back to Philly. You'd take that. Anybody would take that. And if I told you, you know, you were. if I told you in May, hey, I've seen the future. You're in the NLCS. You're down 0-2 and coming home. Uh, do you want to take it? Every single person back in May would have said, yes. Hell yes. 
So don't be too down right now. Don't be too down about it right now. Now, down 0-3, you're going to lose the series. They lose Thursday, they're going to lose That's the series. That's a tough comeback. You're, just, you're not coming That's... back. It's not happening. It's happened like once. And it's never going to – this team is not going to be the one that breaks out of that. So just live with this. You have to win Thursday or the whole place is going to be Philly Fanatics Friday. Friday night will be just Philly fans celebrating. That's going to be the thing I want to see most. What's the crowd going to be? An awful lot of one, 50-50, or will one team from the road kind of dominate this thing? I think the It won't look too lopsided because both can wear red. They wear the red. So, it's yeah, the crowd visually won't be bad, but the, the noises will be like, well, that was interesting. Trey Turner just got a single, and the place blew up. That's Does Philly travel well? I think so. Ugh. Megan was on a flight from Philly to here yesterday and said the whole plane was just packed full of Philly fans coming here for the weekend for the games. God. So, they're back. With jugs of water. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thanks guys. You're back, Philly fan. Oh, boy. We went for the Super Bowl and loved it out there. We're going back. They've got great filtered water. Oh, they're back. Cheesesteaks leave a little to be desired. I can't stand you guys. Your water ice and your flex seal and your fillies and your beards. You're all hippies. The whole city's just full of dirty hippies. Yuck. Uh, And then I got this thing. This is pretty funny. I got an email from a guy who said, uh, I don't know what to do. I'm going to ask Brady this sort of a what would Brady do. Uh, 22 days ago, he said, I went to uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. Spent four days there helping my friend prep for his wedding. 22 days ago. They were married. I uh, spent a fortune on this thing. Not uh, just that money, but time over the last year helping prep this thing and being one of the groomsmen. Well, she took some extra D. He just found out they're done. I Ooh. want my money back. What happens? 22-day marriage. you got to go the Brady route. You spent money on the present, destination wedding, uh... You needed to put that on some sort of layaway for those people. Brady wouldn't have spent money on the present. That's yet. right. I mean, he's got a couple months. Brady's new uh, super, super duper uh, cheap, frugal, I guess. I guess there are better hey, words jealous. for that. Yeah. I'm jealous because I got saying, hosed on the last I one. I don't buy Live and learn, Brett. Yeah. I, 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 I bought two presents before That's and I right. said, I'm not doing that again. I still Didn't do it on the guy's guru. third wedding. I, have to, I, I still owe a friend of mine a wedding present from. Six years ago, because I told them, I said, what we're going to do for you, because they were talking about wanting pets. And I said, uh, you pick it, and I'm going to get you a dog. I'll, I'll, I'll foot the bill for your new best friend. I'm like, that'll be my deal. And they're like, all right. And then they had a bunch of cats that, like uh, in their neighborhood, and they took one in because they felt bad because they, they live on a mountain preserve. And the cat came in, and they're like, well, we can't live out here. So then they got cats, and like, I think we love the cats. And I'm like, well, that's my present then. <laughs> he mushed you cat. enough. You're fine. That's right. He's mushed way past that. <laughs> a stray cat showed up at their house, and that's technically the wedding gift. Best thing I've ever uh, scammed in my life, because I was all willing to go. You know, I said, you just have to do it through the shelter, and I'll pay all the adoption fees and do all that stuff, and that'll be your present. And they were all for it. Well, then they took in stray cats, and I'm like, all right, there you go. You're welcome. But Brady's plan of no gifts for six months has panned out beautifully because the last wedding he went to, it didn't last six months. 
And so you didn't have to get them a present. That wedding cost you exactly zero dollars. It was one night of your life to go have free food and booze and yeah. a couple of drinks. I don't know what you were drinking too much, but Ronnie probably had a few. And sick, no money. This is a brilliant. Maybe you pay. You tipped the valet for the car because we had to park. That was brilliant. So yeah, do you do? It's. I think it's the risk you run when people have one of those. We're getting married in Vancouver's, and you're like, okay. I think the word no needs to be more prevalent in people's lives. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, if this is your best buddy and you're lining that up, you know, helping him with a wedding, that's kind of on you. The second, the guy, his. Uh, brief wife took the extra d yeah and then hear one thing about how's your buddy doing why don't you check on your don't care brady first. he's fine we'll take care of that i want my money back i'm with him I'm like i got this whole emotional side yeah all right you're good and then you gotta start going all right you gotta start you owe a lot of people a lot of money let's let's get it all out while we're while we're at rock bottom let's sort out everything let's not yeah, let's I mean, not pussyfoot around pretty elaborate to go out there for Almost a week. But 22 days, well, four days, that, that's a pretty good amount of time for most people to get up there, get everything settled, get the rooms right. You know, he basically had his checklist liaison, and the guy volunteered to do that job. You got the rehearsal dinner. That's a, that's, you got to get there three days in advance for sure. Golf outing maybe or something Maybe. Like that. I don't know. You're thinking about, you know, more about you know, the events. When you go to a wedding and you've got to help somebody, it sucks. Because you are part of the wedding plan at that point. Well, if you're the groom and you're doing a lot of stuff, you're doing it wrong. I agree with that, too. I don't know what the groom's doing. But you have to go to the rehearsal dinner, which I don't understand. Can't the rehearsal dinner just be the wedding? Like, the re- like how, how, how much Most do you Most people need to- enjoy the rehearsal dinner. What do you need to or- rehearse? This has been done a billion times over again the exact same way. You'll you'll make it down the aisle. The design aisle. is to have both families have an intimate night together. To both to families can <laughs> off. They hardly get along ever. They do that at Thanksgiving and Christmas, and they're gonna. You know when they're gonna have that time together? The wedding itself, the next day. And the rehearsal dinner is proof that the wedding is a pain in everyone's ass. So like, let's just have a small intimate get together. So we, before the guests and everything show up and make this chaos. And by it, the way, it's you, turned into the uh, the groom. Hey, wait. Yeah. Uh, you know, the bride's dad or parents are picking up the entire wedding. Right. You guys need to do you something. You foot the bill for at least. We're going to fake it once, and you're going to pay for the dinner for everybody. And in, no matter how you walk down the aisle in the end, you're still married. So settle down about whether or not you get the wedding walk right. Or... Then the song will play. What song? Oh, that You know, the, the one that plays at all of them when the bride walks down? That's how that works. It's the stupidest thing in the world. So 22 days ago, this dude was in Vancouver thinking, all right, my buddy's getting married. This is nice. And 22 days later, he's out of gift. He's out to, I say that's the risk you take. What you should have done, it's too late now. No. Take the Holmberg approach. Done with weddings in life. Well, we did the man goop, me and the boys, we all had the, we all had this rule that like, if you didn't, if you didn't make it at least one year, you buy your bachelor party back for everybody. Everybody that went, you're buying it back. That's a good rule. And you make it known. Absolutely. No, yeah, it's coming in. Yeah. But then you got to say, well, and that's different with your buddy Mangoop, who gets married every Thursday, <laughs> is that, look, Mangoop, we've done enough for you with there's weddings. There's just no bachelor party. Yeah. Well, there's no reason. Well, he can't it. afford to buy them back. <laughs> right. I mean, come now, on. at this point, all he's got to so pay all those ladies, he can't pay his friends, too. Yeah. If, if, if the bride and groom have to pay each other a certain amount. Yeah. 22 days. You didn't even make it a month. 22 days. You're buying it back. You buy back. That's a buyback plan. Yeah. 90 day money back guarantee. And that should be in the rules of the wedding. All that tradition and stuff like that. Ooh, I that's just, a 
That's a stinger, too, especially in this guy's situation if he has to buy back his bachelor party yeah. because it wasn't his doing. Yeah. Oh, you're done. <laughs> Should have thought about it a little Should've bit thought about before that. you yep. married the and whore. This is... Yep, there you go. That's, <laughs> words of wisdom for Brett. You didn't know better. I got to sit and watch you say forever. You're the one. This is it. Forever, forever. And 22, three weeks later... Nah, it's over. I'm like, wait a second. Didn't we just have this big, I'm proud of you, this is forever, she's the one talk? We Stop found it. out the guy riding in was the extra D. Could be. <laughs> I want my money back. And, and Brett's right. Yeah. That that was his money back plan. If I just bone the wife, maybe I can get my cash back for this. But Brett's right. Think about it a little more before you start flying all over the world to get married. Because that, to me, screams, if, you're, if your wife or girlfriend has to go to scenic Vancouver, Canada and fall... Uh, she's doing it for the show. She's you're having an Instagram moment. You're not having any sort of serious, you know, wedding gown commitment uh, announcement. She's doing it for the photos. She's doing it for the prestige. She's doing it to show her friends up. She, and clearly, she's not doing it for you because she's winking at some other dude's D while she's got the veil on. And good for her. She pulled it off. You basically been man raped because that's how women rape men is financially. They just start, uh, like, next thing you know, he's like, I'm out of money. I don't know what happened. Yeah, because you went to Vancouver to marry her. And then she opened it. Like, you know, our friend that got divorced yeah. six before the six-month mark of Brady's present. She just basically came back and goes, you know, I probably shouldn't have done this. I was just so fired up about the wedding part and, like, all the party. She just wanted this show. She wanted to be in the dress. She wanted, she wanted the fashion show. She wanted the shoot. I want a photo shoot. And uh, she got it. And then, then they, oh, he's going to live with me now? Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah, you got to be careful. What was the phrase you used there, Brett? Be a little bit more careful before you marry a whore. <laughs> Excellent point. Excellent point. That's a... Uh, there should be T-shirts. I did go outside my own rule about a month ago. Uh-oh. I told you that. My yeah, cousins... Your cousins, and I still don't understand uh, a cousin wedding. Daughter was getting married, and it's destination wedding. Your cousin's daughter? Yeah. Second oh, cousin? Worse. I don't even know... Who, why you would do that? That's ridiculous. And you fired over a present. Yeah, because I couldn't go to the wedding. Fantastic. You know, mostly a family get-together type of deal. And you felt pressure from Bunny that you had to do yeah. something. Because otherwise, my deadbeat son didn't buy you anything. Because I could have, uh, you know, if I... I didn't have to buy a suit or anything like that. Right. I could fly to uh, Seabrook Island. Yeah. And... Uh, now, how you would know, you feel if you did all that and 22 days later... They're divorced. Well, if I would have went to the wedding, then I wouldn't, you know, right. no gift until but six months. But if you're months. flying, <laughs> your gift was celebrate me home. Yes, Brady's exactly. Coming. But your gift is a plane. I know you, that plane ride. Well, I'm out the money on the plane ride. I couldn't stay at the house. They wouldn't let me freeload. I had to get a room. Here's your group on. You'd have been pissed off. Oh. I had to fly on Spirit. I've got COVID so got a nice little letter and a card saying, when you come out to Arizona, enjoy the Dolly steamboat. Yeah. Now, that's not a bad idea to give him that gift. But I know you. If you'd have flown to Seabrook Island for a wedding and the marriage lasted 22 days, you just started wanting a little, some retribution. Where's my reparations? He's yahooing his way through this. Yeah. He's like, yep. okay, so I didn't yeah. have to spend airfare, no yeah. hotels. I'm making out on this deal. Yeah. What did you pull out of your cabinets, wrap, and pretend was new and send over? The kettle No, I went on, I, I went on their, uh, again. their registry list. <laughs> we got one of those. I'll just fire that over. I, I scan. I'm going to look like, yeah, I go down there. Oh, where's the request? 
Yeah. Liam Sonoma. We had a couple items. Yeah, you like said that, that uh, Ronnie. Uh, I couldn't buff it out to look new <laughs> enough. While you I worked were in on Vegas. it for two days. Yeah, because Ed McMahon was on it going, you're going to love it on the box. It's like, this is a new one. Trust me. <laughs> when you've got Dick Clark saying, it's the best thing ever purchased in 1982. <laughs> it's for you. It's a retro is what we call that. Ronnie evidently cleaned up some. You said that while you were in Vegas, you went through and got rid of all your hoarding stuff, a lot of it. And what you came back and probably said was, hey, that was a whole warehouse of wedding presents, you dummy. Put them back. <laughs> I'm not hoarding. It's a store. 22 days. Man, oh, man. Hope he enjoyed Vancouver. Great town. This guy says, my spoiled brat niece is getting married in Malibu in January. I got the stink eye from the family, and I told them, we're not going to that. Uh, and where's my gifts from my uncle I've ignored for 25 years? No, I'm not going to that. Your niece is, ha- I haven't, I don't even know her name. Like Doug, uh, Doug Hopkins asked me that. I told you that a while ago. My daughter's getting married and I'm not going to invite you. Like, right. That's the right thing to do. You think you're making a joke, but thank you. Well, I mean, if I did, would you come? Absolutely not. I'm, I, I know your daughter. I've met her twice. She doesn't care if I'm there. That, it has nothing to do with me. I don't want to go. What about if I got married? I'm like, you're in your 50s, man. No. <laughs> you, should be do- you shouldn't be having a big Barbie celebration for your wedding. I'll come to a party that you throw a few days later, but I'm going to have to buy you any. You're in your 50s. You've got more money than everybody at your wedding. You shouldn't be asking for things. No. You know what's funny is those destination weddings. It's like you said from the beginning, it's real easy the you know say no i'm not going yep the bride and groom they don't care they don't care their eyes they, on they a they different a, ball some of those are obligatory invites whether you know it's the the bride's mom oh we have to invite uh, so-and-so yeah, 22 days yeah you gotta come up with them known if you were there or not they got so much stuff going on there's no it, way it's, well they were Unless very they were very sad i mean I'm they sure. wanted me to <laughs> This one says, uh, John. know the party arrives. This is, <laughs> this is Britt, who was uh, trying to get on the Vegas trip. Remember, Britt was talking to Adam Ray. He said, engaged for 27 years. Insurance made us get married. Uh, in my shop, it cost us $400. We've been together for 43 years. $400 marriage. Perfect. Perfect. It is a waste of a lot of time and effort and energy. I can't believe, you know, every year it goes up, but they're like the average wedding. Well, you know what's great? 25, 27 K. It's or insane. Like I see it every day. Every uh, weekend. The generation 30 and younger, not interested in it at all. And they're right. They're 100% right. Every time you see a science story saying we're going to live to be 100, think about marriage. And now they've just bumped that up 15 years of you spending that kind of time with one person. Uh, it, uh, it doesn't work for most people. Some, and there'll always be that person like, well, we're married for like a thousand years. We, uh, great. Good for you. You're 10% of the population. Most people have a couple mulligans along the way and then have the nerve to say, I'm getting married and have another wedding. I, th- I say you're allowed one. Uh, and unless your spouse drops dead, you can't have a second. From there on, it's justice of the peace. Have to. You're allowed one. Now, if you're a double up and you're marrying somebody who hasn't been married yet, her friends owe her. Yours don't owe you. 
You don't, nobody actually really wants you. I want you to witness our love. Well, then let me come watch you rail your wife a couple of times. Let me cuck this thing. That's, I'll be there for your wedding night if that's what you're offering up, because. Uncle Brady. Right. I want you to see us love each other. All right. I'll watch Ronnie go reverse cowgirl on you, but I'm not going to spend money on a British Columbia trip for you to, fingers crossed, hope that this thing works out. On top of that, nobody wants to go to the ceremony itself. Nobody wants I mean, this especially those long Catholic ones, those hour and a half things. Those people, no. those people. That's just. Those people are just. You're an ass. You're an you asshole. You do that. You're just an asshole. If you're having a Catholic wedding, you invite only your family. Yeah. You bring, and even they're going to be pissed. And none of your non-Catholic friends. Yeah. We're not supposed to be there. I've been to two Catholic weddings in my life. Never, ever, ever, ever again. And that was when I was like 27 was the last one. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not Catholic. I don't have to sit through your ceremony. I'll go to like this is ridiculous. Three and a half hours. I broke. I broke the uh, the string on that. My brother had Catholic man sister. The long ceremony, the hour and a half. Yeah, traditional mass. They have you a know, mass it's, and then the uh, wedding. No, yeah. it's an no. hour. Oh, the one I went to was three hours. It was Irish. They had a big hour and a half long mass. Everybody ate some Jesus. And they're like, all right, was this is this the wedding yet? And then. Everyone be seated. We're ready for the ceremony. Ready for the ceremony? What are you talking about? Then they had a big thing because one of the groomsmen passed away a couple weeks earlier. So they had a mic stand with a suit on it. Let's all talk about what happened. No, 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 no. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get these two little Irish people together. She's pregnant. You got to hurry up. They're Irish. They want to drink anyway. Get to the reception. I I have to pay honor to the Lord Jesus. Before we get absolutely obliterated and then try to stick our dicks in somebody else at the wedding, our own wedding. Yeah, it was crazy. So I, I was like, this is it. I'm never doing this again. On the other Catholic side, wedding? like, like at my dad's uh, funeral was a Catholic service. And uh, the the eulogy my brother did because I, um, he says, you want to do it? And I go, well, if you want to do it, go go for sure. it. Sure. They want you to write it out, the script, and yeah. then you have to hand it to the. Have it approved. Uh, yeah, have it approved. Word like well, uh, f bombs are going to be dropped and bombs, f bombs. You don't know what kind of guy died here. <laughs> and you have three minutes. And then right. the two priests up there were um, one was maybe older than my dad. Wow! And he had the uh, walker, and he almost fell over twice yeah, during the right. thing, yeah. which was good comic relief in a way. Sir, sure. funerals I'm in because you know why. And one was a family friend. You least. can't call me six months later and say my funeral didn't work out. We're having another one, and you don't got to bring a gift, and I don't have to buy anybody anything. I'm in on funerals. That's it from here on out. If Hopkins wants to, you're coming to my funeral? Goddamn right. Big free spread at the end. A lot of fun talking about people who aren't there anymore. Well, Joy would be saying, are you coming to Doug's funeral? Well, Doug's asked. Yeah. Doug will ask me. Well, and I have a feeling I'm going to see Doug on a bed talking about his funeral before the whole friendship's over. And that's good because you can confirm while funeral? you're alive. Yeah, I'll be there. Sure. I love funerals. When do you think that is? Can you... And give me a date. Give me a estimate. Just not on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, make it so it's not football Sunday. Have the decency to die in, uh, you know, March. I can skip some spring training and a couple of Suns games. Football Sunday. You better not be dying on a Sunday. And God forbid you have better be funeral. a night game. Better be a Tuesday funeral too, because that's the clear day. And all we're going to be talking about at your funeral is the football games that happened that weekend. So. Yeah, I go to funerals. That's it. I've crossed the threshold. No more weddings. And my uh, and no more kids' birthday parties. That's been a rule. That was the first to drop. Then now weddings. 
And now funerals are coming up, and I'll never get out of the funeral thing. That's all I look forward to at this point because all my friends are like, who's first? That's what we're waiting on. So, uh, yeah, I have my uh, physical therapy girl, Amanda, was telling me that she was supposed to go. She doesn't know how to say no to her, like you. Like, I don't know what to do. She was going to go to her two-year-old, her friend's two-year-old's birthday party in Chicago. No way. And I said, that's a flat no. And she goes, oh, I can't. I'll, I'll be letting them down. And I'm like, who? Well, the family. I'm like, they're, they're, they've got a they lot. They wouldn't understand if you didn't come. They've got a lot of nerve to say, will you come to our two-year-old's birthday party and then get mad at you for not showing up. <laughs> two-year-old doesn't know you're there. By the way, two-year-old doesn't know you. It's Nor been, care. It's been walking for like, I don't know, six months, seven months. It's got a lot on its mind right now. It's trying to just stay upright. Is that, who's that, Aunt Amanda? Never seen her before. Because you live in a different city anyway. You're growing up without this kid. Especially if it's a, you don't invite somebody that doesn't have kids to a kid's party. Oh, That is the worst. Except for you, I guess with girls it's different because you can't invite one of those baby starved kids. Amanda's young. I think she wants a kid. So I think she likes ah, something's wrong with her. I yeah, think she likes have, that idea. If they don't have kids and they don't ever want to have kids, sure, that that would yeah. make sense. But well, there's ones that are single that eventually want to have yeah. kids. It's weird. Um, well, it's not the norm, I yeah. would say. It's generally don't go to that. Generally, don't invite adults to kids' parties if they aren't bringing a kid along. Because That's I went true. to a, right. I went to numerous events Ugh. to my brother and sister's kids' stuff. But mo- I was living here, so. Every once in a while, but I don't think I ever. You flew back never, for no. Kids they birthdays? never said fly yeah. back for a birthday. I would never do it, ever. Cousins are out. Cousin, you lose your cousins in your thirties. You lose uh, sometimes uh, like real like the, the immediate family in your forties, and then your fifties. You just sort out everybody. It's a, it's a good rule to stop doing kids parties and weddings. I've been to enough weddings, baby showers too, and that's the reason why I get the email twenty two days. Oh, baby showers! I've. Those, never those co-ed baby showers. Like, you're out of your mind. Another thing that's it's gone is the uh, the the showers. None of that right. stuff. That's never going to be a thing. Baby again. moons, no. showers. The baby moons are for the, the baby moon. Just constantly raping your money. That's all that's happening. We're having a baby moon. What does that mean? That our lives end in at least six months. We've got to have one last thing of fun before I stop loving you and this kid comes along. Oh. Baby moon is an announcement. That she's not going to pay any attention to you after the baby shows up. Baby moon? What's up? You don't know what baby moon is? A lady gets oh, pregnant right, and then demands it. like a vacation or a trip because our lives are going to be over Before when the, the baby shows up. Before the bump gets too big. Oh, you're now out that's your goddamn mind. My assessment is your life ends when the baby shows up. So you have to have one last we're still fun people trip. And they go to like Hawaii or somewhere else. Where she just start before she starts again, it's all about Instagram. Before she starts showing and getting fat, she can still be in a bikini one last time and still be visually attractive. Oh. Then she gets fat, the baby falls out, everybody starts fighting, nobody's happy, and they're like, "Well, that's why we had the baby moon is because that's what we used to be, and now we're now we're parents, we're no good anymore." <laughs> baby moon. Our kids will hear us. Yeah, twenty thousand dollars to to have your wife have one last moment of youth. When you start looking for a guma. <laughs> and then you get a, a childless guma. <laughs> oh, the baby moon. I had one friend go, well, she wants a baby moon. And I'm like, yeah, launch her to it. <laughs> and why in the world would you agree to that? 
I thought the baby was the goal, and now she's like lamenting her non or like no, no child days. I need to just celebrate my time without a child because our lives are about to change. No, they're not. Your life's about to change. You're single now. You might as well just start paying child support at that point because yeah. she ain't paying attention to you anyway. What's the difference? All right, I'm out of here. Remember me. You're stroking checks regardless. Yeah, exactly. You think Toledo's dad went on a baby moon? (laughs) (laughs) Let me take you out one last time, doll, before you get fat and gross. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I got a shocker for you coming in about six months. (laughs) Are we forever? If forever is October. Anyway, good luck with all your garbage, but your weddings and your baby moons and your nonsense, silly. Kids' birthday, twenty fifth anniversary. If you make it that long, yeah, I prefer like real parties, like your birthday party. You know, if Brady's like, I'm having a birthday party, I'm like, we're gonna go ruin that. That's gonna be awesome. And then my next question is, are the bunch of kids gonna be there? Oh yeah, there's gonna be a bounce house. I'm like, never mind. Brett's birthday party. I'm going to that. (laughs) Pictures of Hoffa show up. Brett's DJing. People throwing up all over the place. Doing the splits. A fat man doing the splits. You don't get that at a kid's party. This is great. That's the kind of stuff we want. At this stage, when you start getting into a certain level, I don't need to celebrate your starts. I need to celebrate one one year closer to the end. I don't know if this is the last 12 months you've got. That baby moon's the worst thing I've ever heard of in my life. I'm surprised you haven't been talked to about You would have been on one. No. No, I don't think Brett would have gone. Mm-hmm. I don't think Brett would have said yes to that. Nope, I would have started cutting the checks. Here you go. And Brady, you I wouldn't have gone on one either because you'd have gone, what is this then? Oh, we could fly off to Napa and have a weekend? No, that's going to cost a little too much. I think that's, that's a silly idea. Here's, some, here's a bottle from Napa. Right. Let me get you one. I'll go out in the garage real quick. It's been in the Phoenix garage for months. Ah, expiration dates. They're <laughs> suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> it's silly. Yeah. We're all so silly with our celebrate me home moments with the uh, <laughs> look at me wedding. And it's never about the wedding. It's about being stared at. And some of you shouldn't. It's your special day. It isn't that special. I've been to a thousand of them and I can't remember one from the last. I I flew up to San Jose and then drove to Napa for a wedding. Who the hell did you do that for? They're divorced. Oh, well, she's then there dead. You go, of course. Oh. <laughs> oh, there you go. I don't want my money back. They lasted long enough, but I'm like, still. Then, come on. They're forever. Didn't last in the first place, and then she forevered herself forever. But I drove up there, and I'll tell you right now, in my mind, when I think of their wedding, I can't. I'm like, wait, maybe that was Mark. No, that might have been Richard. I, was that Brady's? They all look exactly the same. Two people dressed like all the other brides and grooms I've ever seen in my life, standing there doing the exact same thing. But that wedding you'll never forget. Why? Wasn't that the one where you were shopping on the uh, different across the street? She's standing on the Oh, front. no, that wasn't a wedding. That was, that was, a was just trip? a weekend out. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was just fun on the weekend. I was weekend. thinking that was the same weekend. When she screamed out from that. She was the girl who's no longer with us, uh, was raised very wealthy and had, uh, had, had never been around diversity, let's say that. So we were walking through an antiques town in central California. It was a beautiful little city. Uh, when Jen and Brad were together, they lived there. I can't remember the name of the town. Mm. But it's got a little nice little section and a lot of arts and crafts and stuff. And she sat down at one of the stores across the street with a guy who carves out things with wood. 
and some of the things he does are animals. And she sat on the porch and shouted out across the street to us, Rich, John! We're looking over. Look at me! I'm a porch monkey! <laughs> and we lost our minds. Like, what is she doing? Did she? What did she say? I'm a porch monkey! And she's pointing to the carved out monkeys on the... <laughs> and Rich and oh, I, I just started of- running towards her. We got to tackle her. We got to tackle her and we got to knock her out. She doesn't know what that is. Oh, that's one wedding I would have went to. It wasn't a wedding. <laughs> they ended up getting married. <laughs> oh, okay. And one of the reasons that you go to that wedding is that maybe she's going to slip up and say something horrendous. All right, we're going to go outside and we're going to chuck spears. I'm like, no, we're not. We're not. <laughs> if we hit one, then you win a prize. No, no, no. She's so unaware. But it was the most innocent thing I've ever seen in my life. She had no idea what that was at all. None. Shouting it. What? Loudly on a crowded Saturday afternoon. People, the streets just teeming with walkers. I'm a porch monkey. What did she just say, Richard? Your wife's going to get everybody killed. You could hear a pin drop in the two-acre area. (laughs) Just flying down that road, screaming, look at me. We had to cross the road. It was awful street fair and this lunatic who looked like Cindy Crawford so she got away with everything her whole life which didn't last long anyway <laughs> crazy look at me I'm a port I'll never forget that I'll never forget what my ears did run <laughs> that's my head just said it to me run she's pointing at you run my brain couldn't have been more right this is before I had tactical black which she would have called something crazy too <laughs> Which would have been a different direction. Oh. Destroy the operator. Yeah, destroy the operator. Well, that was our goal. It's like, shut her up. I, I told him, we got to tackle her. She won't shut up. Anything's funny. Shut up. Shut up. As we're running across the road. She said it like three times. And every, the whole world froze. And we had to tell her in the car what she'd done. And she was all like sad. I didn't know. Like, what kind of bubble were you raised in? I didn't know. I didn't. I'm like, actually, you're the goal of all the left. To say not to see color and racism needs to be, all these words need to be banned. And then, you know, you're going to slip into this. She was the least racist person I've ever known because she didn't, didn't even know, know about I it. I just, I don't understand it because growing up they were never allowed on our porch. <laughs> right. Well, no, she never even saw one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Hopefully you didn't stain her white sheets when you yeah, tackled look, her. I mean, it was, man. it was a remarkable moment of purity. She didn't know. She clearly had no clue. And it was authentic. Like, I didn't know people would. She was more depressed at humanity that that was something that people had said before. That's a thing? Like, yes. Oh, my God. How horrible is that? I'm like, I know. And that's why you can't shout it in the middle of wherever we are. What is this, Sausalito? I don't know where the hell I am. (laughs) But I know that it's bad news. My God. I feel terrible. And she should have. Raised uh, completely unaware, which is in a way quite lovely. But also, it's like walking in a, you know, quicksand. You're going under. Terrifying. Bottom line is, never get married. Your wife might start screaming that kind of stuff and get you shot. That's the key. Uh, It's 626. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. 
carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. November 10th, December 10th, I don't remember what it was. November before Petrus, I thought, wasn't it? Oh, that's right, it was November 10th, that's right. So, uh, think about that one. Go the see our, our, that the Yucca Tap Room, that's right. Over at the Yucca Tap Room, Alliance going to play. I'm going to have to go see that. Just maybe. I got this email from a guy who said, uh, you think baby moons are bad? My woman demanded a push gift when our first kid was born. I knew at that moment I should have left. Should have pushed her out the goddamn door. I've never heard of a push gift before. What's Isn't that what baby showers are for? Everybody gets you something? Now your husband's got... What about a squirt gift for the guy who put it in you? How about that? Let's see. Where's the guy's present? If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be pregnant. A push gift? I thought you wanted to have a baby. Is it for all the prizes? It's like going on a game show. It better be. It could be a parting gift is what it's going to be. It's a the common one is a personalized birthstone ring or birthstone necklace. There you go. She gets jewelry for doing what look, and again, it's I've said this before. Women hate when I say this. Getting pregnant? No big deal. Babies, having babies, easy as punch. Easy as punch. Oh, here we go. How many guys are here comes the emails? Sure. Uh, it's so uh, look, it's 7 billion people on the planet and it's growing. It's real easy to do. Just read a thing where, uh, you know, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears made one. It's not, dumb people can do it. It's not hard to do. It's, uh, you go to AJ, you go to poor sections of town. They're having babies more than anybody. It's not an accomplishment. It really isn't. And in fact, I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. It's a little bit easier than the rehab I'm having for my shoulder. And in the end, it's going to be the same. Nine months from now, we'll both be pretty much back to normal. It takes about nine months to rehab from total shoulder replacement. You got to get, you know, before you're back 100%. Just Eric Bryan just emailed, said, you want to go golfing? It's about a month away from full range to where I'm not, you know, I'm not, I, I can move it. It's just, you know, it's not a comfortable up here yet. But, you know, that's just time recovery. Patience. Essentially, essentially like being pregnant. It's inconvenient for about eight or nine months, and then it's just, but the difference is when my shoulder's better, I don't have like a little shoulder running around the house. Ronnie thanked me for her push gift. What'd you get her? Just me in the room. That's right. Yeah, time. celebrate your home again. That's pretty yeah. nice. Loggins rolling in the... With a little bow around your head. Well, here you go. <laughs> You're so welcome. Push gift. Yeah, I've said that. Ladies hate that. They want they want it to be such a huge deal because we can't do it. So I think they hype it like, oh, you have no... No man understands this. I'm like, you're right, we don't. But it can't be that hard because... If it was, Mormons wouldn't have like nine of them. If it was such a hard thing, people would be like, that's enough of that. I don't want to get eight more shoulder surgeries. Get One. My, get that's my enough. five count in. That's it. If you keep pumping out kid after kid after kid, you're just proving to other ladies. It's it's like going to CVS. Nothing to it. They just fall out of people over there in Africa. I've seen the National Geographic videos of a lady giving birth. It's like when uh, horses do it. They they give it a little kick. It's like life of Brian. The kid starts walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, well, she's that doing was doing the wash. Yeah, the, when they're she's washing the clothes. That's the meaning of life. <laughs> meaning yeah, life. The meaning that's of life. I mean, yeah. But yeah, they they fall out. But I've seen them in Africa where they just pick them up and then put a basket of fruit on their head and start walking again. She was giving birth like five minutes ago. Now she's back at work. 
people here get six, seven months off. It's just so hard. It's, just so, it's not really that hard. You've, we're on to you about this whole... It's, it's about presence and attention. You get fat. That's what you're really uncomfortable with. That's the big problem. Will it come back to normal? Then it falls out of you. Sure, inconvenient. Couple weeks of like, blech. And uh, it's not that hard. China? Never hear a Chinese woman talking about how hard it is to get pregnant. It's two billion of them. Plopping them out like they're making Pez. They're throwing them off, Mexican throwing them off a cliff every now and then. <laughs> how hard can Too it many. be? Too many. Mexican teen girls throw them out like nobody's business. <laughs> a, a white teen girl is dramatic about everything. Mexican teen girls like, plop, there it is. Not that tough. Done. Done. <laughs> a key, a key. There it is. He's right, right here. Yeah, it's, I just, push gift. Stop. Stop it. You don't understand anything. No, I'm just uncovering your fake mystery. How difficult. And you tell a woman that and they roll their eyes and then they walk away because they don't want to argue with you because they realize you're on to something. But don't let them have this moment. We on this show, amongst us, we can talk. It's really not that tough. Inconvenient. I'll say that. It's rehab from surgery. I know guys with back surgery and stuff. They've been through equal amounts of garbage as any pregnant woman. And the difference is they're not like, you know what I want again? I want to do that again. It's not. So I know back surgery is tougher than pregnancy because nobody ever goes back and volunteers for a second one. With an epidural, it's like doing, you know, max a max day on the bench press. <laughs> it's not even that hard. <laughs> max day. I've, I've heard from women who are like, I got the epidural. I didn't even know it came out. Like, how? oh, what a, what a terrible, tragic event that was. Yeah, I didn't feel a thing. We are managing to piss every broad in the valley. Off. It's time right they heard. Now. It's, it's time they heard the truth. <laughs> Fact of the matter is, science and and again, my shoulder surgery, ladies. It was inconvenient after. It didn't hurt while it was going on. So much uh, medical technology made it so I didn't feel a thing till the numbness wore. Then now imagine, I can take that. My shoulder surgery recovery is equal to your pregnancy in reverse. The first month is horribly difficult, and then every month after gets a little easier. When you're pregnant, the first month's real easy, and every month after gets harder until the end. I've been through it. I've been through it probably a little worse than you, but I've been through it. My shoulder surgery, kind of four of them. I got two shoulders, two hips. I've been through a lot more than any pregnant lady. I, men don't understand. Yeah, I've had my shoulders replaced. It's it's worse. Being uh, kind of spiritual, my, you know, I'm saying prayers for safety after that 21 and a half inch kid came out please god for recovery please recovery. <laughs> Man, because that thing is ruined i don't want to hear about it that's why that's i think half the reason prayer was invented is just if you could get some sort of magical beast to help you not hear about things just could you just help her get through this faster? one miracle lord most of the time a guy's prayer is like just help her get through whatever it is she's dealing with faster so the blowjobs start showing up again please I thought that's what this whole thing was. God, you arranged this whole put marriage it back thing. The way it was. Yeah, but could you put it at least? But this whole marriage thing was supposed to be like blissful and like the only person I'm allowed to. And she doesn't want it anymore. This is, dude, your plan is flawed. I hope it was like a Stretch Armstrong doll. That <laughs> right. baby came out all pliable and dopey. <laughs> Thank you but, for the C-section, please, <laughs> dear Jesus, Lord Jesus, have my baby be born boneless like a chicken wing, and then uh, over time develop a full skeleton. But once it's out of her, so it just slips out like quicksilver. Could it be an egg yeah. that we could incubate? Not that tough. I watch animals do it. Never hear an animal that's pregnant out in the woods going, I couldn't possibly go to work today. They got to eat. 
It's it's not that. It's not tough. It's time somebody said it. It's inconvenient. I'll give you that. But I've been through a lot worse than you guys with these shoulder surgeries. It's not even close. <laughs> not even close. The pain, I had pain for six or seven years before, finally decided to do something about it. And I got about 10 months of rehab. And uh, I feel better already, but it's, it was, it's much worse. I'd I, I take pregnancy over this a thousand times. And the reason I say that is because I know people who have had multiple kids. There's no way when this is all recovered and everything's back to normal, I'm going to say, you know what I'm going to do for fun? That again. It's not that tough. You volunteer for it. Even old Ned Beatty didn't have that much trouble giving birth. He was the trans uh, guy years ago. No, it wasn't Ned Beatty. Was it Jim, Jim, Jim Beatty? Beatty? Ned Beatty was raped in the woods. Because I had a fraternity brother, Jim Beatty, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, squeal like a pig. Yeah, squeal like a pig is Ned Beatty. And he did. Ha- he had it worse than any pregnant woman raped in the woods by hillbillies. Even in the movie. I had it worse watching that than any pregnant woman. It's not that tough, ladies. It's... Uh, yeah, that's uh, Chris says, I've heard pregnancy can be painful, but every woman I've met ever likes to be pregnant. Getting kicked in the nuts ten times more painful. And I never, I don't volunteer to get kicked in the nuts twice. Chris is right. And his last name is Nutter. Yeah. So I served, uh, this guy says, I served a mission in the, uh, for the Mormons in the Philippines and was sitting on a bamboo floor talking to a lady that gave birth on that floor the night before. There was still glop all over the floor stuck between the bamboo planks. Oh! She went right back to work. Yep. It's uh, kind of a pussy's way out to start talking about how tough it is. And then you go look at some four-foot-one-inch, 90-pound Filipino that plops one out and then gets back to the field. I'm impressed. Back to work. Not that tough. It's somewhere in between like a hangnail oh, and <laughs> the, f- the flu. It just lasts a long time. You can milk it. And it isn't hard. Seven billion of us. It's happening all the time. If it was difficult or if it was really, eh, there wouldn't be so many people. It seems to be kind of a great thing that people are, it's like going to dinner now. Everybody's doing it. I wish it was a lot harder because look at some of these dopes that these exactly. people are putting out. It's oh, too man. easy. At this point, it's just too simple. Way too easy. So I, I don't, I don't, I always roll my eyes when they say, oh, it's just being pregnant. You have no idea. I'm like, you're right. Shoulder surgery, you have no idea. <laughs> it's worse than being pregnant. <laughs> a lot. I, I do. You know what being pregnant is? Kind of the feeling. Well, you know the I feeling of being yeah. overweight yeah, full, for yeah. long periods of time. But, <laughs> yeah. And Brady's been through more than any pregnant woman. You've been carrying this kid around for 40 years. Come on. Yeah, you go through the same thing pregnant women go through. You probably pee when you laugh a little bit and lay on your side and want to throw up all the time. It's, I Thank it. God that doesn't happen. Yeah. It's coming. You've got way oh, too much. Oh, I know. You're gonna, I know. You're going to wear You're going to have the piss piddle out eventually. But that's fine. And Brady, it's not so hard that he can't get through life. You show up every day. You get things done. You're a pretty good athlete. It's not that hard. Brady's been simulating pregnancy since I've known him. And uh, gotten a lot accomplished. i got to give it to you, kid. Well done. Still around. Yeah, you're still here. <laughs> I mean, I'd have lost that bet. But look at you. Here you are, thriving. Babies. Push gift. Uh, the push gift I gave my girl uh, left her speechless. Signed Nathan Sutherland. Well, that's pretty nice. That was nice. She didn't have to. She had a baby. How hard can it be? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nathan Sutherland's baby 
was his, his baby mama. It it came out. It's easy. It seems easy. It's like going down a water slide. It's nothing to it. <laughs> I'm not trying to make everybody mad. I'm just trying to... I deal with reality a lot. And uh, It's just like anything. When there's complications, look, that changes look, things. Oh, out. complications are terrible. Complications yeah. with the shoulder surgery. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sign papers saying this if this goes sideways. it's it's Mine's worse. My story's worse. Harder, at least. More difficult. Less joyful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I won't say who sent this. Women act like men go through nothing during a nine-month pregnancy. F yourselves. I'd rather have the baby myself than listen to you for another nine months. <laughs> yeah, let me do this. I'll get this done. Men would be such babies about it. And we'd be realistic. It's going to hurt, but big deal. I'm not doing that twice. It wrecked my butthole. <laughs> and I need to use that for future stuff. Anyway, what are you going to do? It's a... It's a constant... I've had this conversation with plenty of women. <laughs> this guy says, a, pre, a pre-birth innie is beautiful. A post-birth outie after seven kids? Let's just say hers looks like a cauliflower. Ah. <laughs> All right, see, this is... And I think guys just acknowledge, oh... And it's usually women that say that with their husbands nearby. They're not saying, oh, it's so difficult to be pregnant to just you. Usually their husband's right there, and he's like, dude, don't ruin this for me. Just let her have her moments. Uh, let's not tell her the truth that we don't think it's that big a deal. <laughs> it says, childbirth for the Asian girls is not a fair comparison because their vaginas are all small and pixelated. That's true. When you go to the pixelated <laughs> vagina, it just it seems, to, seems to help. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if you have a Kia or a Hyundai, it's going to get stolen. I just, uh, we were talking to a guy yesterday, Cody emailed me, he's working with the police, and he said uh, something about uh, Kias, you can start them with a USB cord. Like something about the new Kias that you can pop in, he said the Phoenix police are having a huge problem with it. And then I had another cop email me and say, please tell people about their Kias. Like if you, I don't even know how it works. I'm not that industrious that I would ever think that. But where you put the key for a Kia and a Hyundai, Hyundais are the other one, you put it in there. And you can fool it into thinking there's something going on, and it starts. And I don't what? know. If, uh, yeah, USB cord. So the uh, Kias and Hyundais, it's a teenage like thing now to go find a Kia and a Hyundai and start it and drive it away and then leave it like just joyride it. They're not stealing them for you know parts. They're just rolling them around the city because you can because they can drive a car. If it's in a parking lot and they've got a USB cord, it'll start. Like it's constant. It's a weird thing. So worst thing you can do with this is. In my opinion, tell everybody about it. Because there's never been a time I've wanted to steal a car more than now. I, I don't understand hot wiring. I'm not handy enough. I don't get who... Inv- like, can you do it? No. You can't not, Especially not with the new cars. Well, like, could you figure out an old car, how to hot wire and start a car? An old car, yeah. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you see, could. I don't even know where to start. It's like defusing a bomb. I just see them hack the bottom of the uh, they column, pull the, steering pull the, column. The harness out. But with all the new stuff, it's it's, it's impossible. Not, it's not easy. It's not like in the movies where you just grab one wire and chick, chick, chick. yeah. So the new, yeah, and then you just tap them yeah. together and the car starts. Right. And then how do you turn it off? Now you don't worry about that. You, if you're stealing it for keeps, you got to shut it down. Well, so you, you just, just tap the wires, wires again. Yeah. Oh, you, you have to keep the battery, them together. Yeah. 
Got yeah, it. you got to twist them together. Oh, so you t- so you get shocked a little yeah. in a hot wire. Well, apparently this Kia thing is a, it's a TikTok challenge too. Yeah, that's, that's, what that's I was the thing. I mean, it's it's the, so the teenagers are running around, and some of those TikTok aren't always. It'd be interesting to see and Kia if it's a TikTok. If that's the only because a lot of those TikTok hacks or challenges, people go out there and try them, and it's not the case. Well, the police now the police, thing. Are, the police are like, hey, we're we're running out of Kias and Hyundais here, and evidently. It's all over the place. So the news is telling people, if you've uh, ever thought about stealing a car, it's easier than ever. And I'm like, wow, I wanted to do it after watching last night when they're like, all you got to do is take a USB cord and do this. I'm like, hey, that's something a guy like me could pull off. Tell me you don't want to try it. Oh, I'd like to try it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get a USB cord. I got three of them in my car. And a lot of times uh, people have USB cords. Like there's one in my car right now. Just for chart for my phone and for going through Apple CarPlay, and I put it I on there. I understand how tie it together. I got four USB ports in my car. I don't even have a place to put a key. I've got a button. I don't think I haven't looked if I do. And then you just fire it up with the USB cord. Oh, this lady's had her key is broken into three times. Like these kids are taking my car and driving it down the road all the time. They work hard to make their car payments and dealing with those mess and criminals. And, oh, and they're trashing the cars inside, too, a lot of times, too, which is what dummies do. The bigger problem is they're breaking glass to get in to start the Kia. So they're busting the windows out. They still haven't figured out a good oh. way to do that. They're busting the windows out, getting in there, taking the Kias on the TikTok channel. It's happened to her twice in the last month. She was in an apartment complex on Bell and 7th Street and then came out and it's gone. Uh, and she's like, well, this is twice now. And her insurance company's like, how many times you plan on calling us about your stolen car? <laughs> well, every time it gets stolen. All right. Well, you need to do something about that. So what you get when you buy them Korean cars. <laughs> That's buy right. American. <laughs> That's right. Because I'm through Jim Bob's insurance. <laughs> hey, Jim Bob's going to help you out. My key has been stolen. Well, what I talked to you about when you bought that. You buy one of them <laughs> cars, you end up with all sorts of problems. I don't think that's good language to use, but just, you know what, Kim Jong dummy, and get yourself a Buick. Nobody's stealing a Buick. <laughs> Kids don't want Buicks. You got to buy a car nobody wants. Jim, my Buick got hotwired. <laughs> you get yourself an old Oldsmobile, and I guarantee you those children aren't going to try to start that thing with one of them Usby cords. <laughs> The problem here isn't that uh, the kids. It's you being a dumb That's it. I just thought the Kia was a nice model. Yeah, of course you did. That's what it's indoctrination. They're coming over here trying to make kids think these are cool cars. The next thing you know, Kim Jong-un and his military is marching around there in San Bernardino. Okay, I guess I'll sell it. That's right. Why don't you just let them have it? But, uh, yeah, the TikTok trend is showing people breaking in, and all they have to do is... Uh, do something with a USB cord. I'd probably still not be able to figure it out. You have I'm no so desire. Ant- well, no, I have a ton of desire. Yeah. Like, finding out it's this easy, I want... Look, I want to try it. Yeah. I watched a video once on... a Kia, though? Well, I didn't say I'd keep it. Just oh, like okay. the kids that drive it around. If I don't mind. Actually, some works. Kias are pretty nice now. But, I, but the... Uh, uh, yeah, I saw a video once of a guy who took an aluminum can and cut it up a little bit and cracked open a master lock. Padlock, yeah. I've seen that one a lot. Uh, I see padlocks. That's the first thing I think about. Like, oh, I know how to open that. Like, there's no padlock. To can- it takes me 35 minutes to get the can just right. You got to fold corners and all right. this. But yeah, breaking through a padlock, and it's amazing. It works. Like, it didn't matter which lock you use. Those horseshoe masters that go over gates and stuff. So yeah, when I see it, it's easy, I'm doing it. 
a USB cord. And but you know, then now we're guilty of it, telling everybody because news last night flat out showed you how. That's a lot better than the uh, TikTok hack I heard about. What's that? How to keep your pumpkins fresh without harming wildlife. Man, you are slowly climbing into a casket. This is maybe the- I didn't hear about it. It was uh, in this morning one of the stories. And you thought that would be across. interesting to share with anyone? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is sure. where The wake up song yeah. brought to you by. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Let's just lay down in this nice box here, Brady. I think it'll be a good time for you to put him right in the box. Yeah, I think you should just get in the box. <laughs> here's an interesting thing. Wow. Far, here's the opposite of interesting. Pumpkins unsafe for animals. They're in the ground, for God's sakes. Yeah, people are soaking them in uh, white vinegar and water for 10 minutes. Dry them off. It keeps them longer. preserves Uh them. Just like, you know, Christmas tree in the spring. What's he talking about? If you're trying to preserve your pumpkin, you're also boring. We need this pumpkin to last forever. It represents our personality. We went through our real tree phase for a little while. Out. Yeah. Pain in the ass. Pre-lit tree, put it up, it's done. Oh, is that the best invention of man, all time? Gosh, the yeah. pre-lit Flip tree. Flip the branches down. <laughs> oh, oh. Man. Give it a little shake, make sure plug there's no scorpions in it. Yep. Pop it together and you got a tree. So many options now with the LED lights. Oh, the lights are easy and they never go out. It's amazing. They do a show. <sighs> got three settings. And then you can change the colors from there. Mm-hmm. You can do fast flash, baby flash, color switch. It's great. John, the lower-end model Kias don't have that push-button start like your car. Uh, Upper-end models do. The lower-end models still have to put in a key fob, and then you turn the key fob. <laughs> so don't you share a parking lot with uh, KDKB? I'm positive there's a couple Kias in your parking lot. You should go give it a try. I bet there are a Kia or two out there. Let's see. Well, Julie used to have one. Julie had that brand-new yeah. one. I don't know if that thing is. There's a Hyundai I see right there. Didn't you say Hyundai's also? Hyundai's also. Yeah, it's another there's one. There's a Hyundai out there. Let's do it. Yeah, Damon just sent me the video of how it works. Corey down the way has a Mazda, so that one's out. No. Yeah, I want to see the video. And it's just some kid, just some... What is he, breaking a window? But, no, it's Wait, just, let me... It's just an annoying place. person. So you have to take the little bottom harness off, and then that plugs right in. Yeah, you have to pop nothing the ignition to it. Yeah, let me see. I mean, it literally is nothing to it. Now, you got to have a sense of humor in a situation like this. No. This is my new key. Yeah, that's it. And it goes right in, and it starts immediately. It's like nothing to it. There's no, like, digging around with wires or anything. It just goes right into the... It's pretty cool. And I want to do it. Batman was telling us that insurance companies are now refusing to insure Hyundai's and Kia's. because it's too easy. And then TikTok figured it out and told everybody. And then the news told everybody. And now I'm telling everybody. If you want a Kia or a Hyundai, they're free starting today. And evidently, it's been going on for a while. You always got a Kia in our family? Northern Arizona. Well, your your son, the kid up there in Northern, he's yeah. got a. It's, there it is. That's gone. So, and that's it. And it just yep. fits a USB. It's it's built for USB port anyway. Plugs right over the top of it. Car Great. starts. Now people are telling us on text <laughs> that you can get. You don't have to break the window, John. You just need a couple of toilet plungers. Suck I've them right to the that. window oh, yeah. and you just pull yeah. right down. Have right. we seen that too? Yeah, Brady had that video. That, that yeah. brother that was like, all you got to do, and anybody walking around in a parking lot with a plunger, you know is no good. <laughs> yeah. <Just do> it. <laughs> and then you just pull the window down a little bit, reach it in. Unless off. he's an Italian guy with a red hat on. Other than that, <laughs> right. you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for the plumbing. So, Brett, you could get away with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Either that guy's got a serious plumbing issue all the way out in the middle of this parking lot at Arizona Mills, uh, or he's breaking into cars. 
What is it? I have a 2015 Kia Soul. Chris, this is a 2014. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Which is on the list. Yep. Kia sends everybody a steering wheel bar lock. That was their fix. They send you another one. Kia sent me a free steering wheel lock. Great. So you got to have the... Uh, you got to wear the, the bar. The you got a 1990s the club. club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Which the, those were easy too because people would just saw through the steering wheel and pull and just drive away with your car. Yeah, the right. top part. Yeah. Somebody I like with the, a 2015 Kia Soul come down here so John can start. I want to start your car. I uh, The news also last night was very funny because they were like, here's some suggestions. Lock your car doors. Okay, that's pretty good. Well, it didn't work. They busted the window. Park in a well lit area. Like, no, that's going to help them out. I park in a really dark spot where they struggled to see that it's a Kia in the first place. Yeah, and then you can see their flashlight bipping around in your car. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah, they're easier to spot. It's not well lit. It looks like they're working on their own car. The dude that was breaking into our cars here in the parking lot the other day waited for the sun to come up. You don't expect a guy to be doing it in the middle of the day. No, he You're, thought it was his car. Your defenses are down. He thought all of them were his car. <laughs> I'm just waiting for one that opened. Yeah, it's called the TikTok Boys, or the uh, Kia Boys. And they've been doing this for a while and trying to pass it on. Then it became a crazy trend. Big shock. With a Z? Kia Boys? Yeah, the Kia Boys. And they're in their 20s now, so. Yeah, can you, and, this, and John's right. This guy emails, he said, can you imagine? So the upside of this whole thing, some meth head mush kid is going to get shot trying to steal a Kia. Yep. That's it, yeah. Is it worth it? Wouldn't it be better to find out that the Rolls Royce started with a USB cord? Now, at least that's worth it. Yeah. Give me a Porsche Cayenne. Yeah. I'm not getting shot over a soul. <laughs> <laughs> it fits four hamsters. That's what I learned. That little weird box that Kia Soul. Sure, it's a fine car, but if it's, you know, teenagers can steal it. Man, tons of our listeners. I had a Kia Rio stolen in June of 21, right when the TikTok video came out. A bunch of 14-year-old kids destroyed the car trying to rally it. Ugh. Go rally car rides. And, oh, man. Pricks. Yep. Again, high five, Brett. Yeah. We'll never get that call. Your kid was with some kids stealing Kias this weekend because they saw Kirby's it up, up to five. I raised my kid to have better taste than a Kia. God damn it. Steal See, a exactly. Porsche. <laughs> Steal a good car. Yeah. Steal like a really expensive one that you can get parts for. You get a whole load of dudes that will put that in the back of a car that says in tow. And you get paid for it. How bad would it be, though? I could see it with Toledo's kid, but with you, you'd hang yourself. If Kirby was hanging around some girls and like, let's break into a Kia, and she peer pressured, stood by, you get a call, and she's one of the TikTok boys now. Daddy, the girls I'm hanging out with are not nice. They steal Kias on Hondas. I was with them. Grand theft? Oh, no, Kirby Herbs. But that's what, that's the risky run. You don't know which. Well, it looks like you're going to have to sit down for a few years. Did I tell the story in the air about my friend whose daughter has a new friend? The dangers of your kids. The, the, An influence. People friend? always ask me, why didn't you want kids? And I always say, because of your kids. Like, what do you mean? My kids are great. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want them in my house. And if I have a kid, they're magnets for other kids coming over. You had that thing. Oh, yeah. Your kid had friends over. Yep. Next thing you know, your house smells like an ashtray and the parrot is saying the N-word. The, well, that wasn't necessarily my kids. The but kids were showing up. The kids were showing up because to they play were with Alex's Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had a kid that was the bait to get them in there. Stole a pair of Apple earphones. So my buddies help themselves. My buddy's daughter calls him and says uh, with the with his new the new friend, "Hey, uh, we were in a car accident. 
He's like, oh, my God, is everybody okay? And she goes, yeah, everybody's fine. And he goes, wait, were you, you were in my car. And she goes, no, we took your car back because um, she said I drive too slow. Oh, good. And so we got in her car. And she and drove she was fast. And she drove into a house. Oh, nice. And so when my friend showed up at the house, the girl that he's like, this new girl might not be good. She's in front of the accident. Half the car's in the house taking selfies of herself. Uh, with the accent in the background. And I'm like, you now understand why I never wanted kids. And I guarantee you she did that before calling Allstate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She took a couple of shots when she realized that nobody was going to hit her. Daddy. Yeah. Ran into the house and then started to go, oh, my God, you guys, come here. And started to take selfies of the accident behind her head. And that's like, your kids are fine. Everybody loves their own kids. It's the other ones. And they bring in neighbor kids and then. I remember when I was a kid, one of the reasons I didn't want to be a kid is because some of the kids in the area that were starting to hang out with us, I'm like, I don't like that one. And he's around an awful lot. He's going to get us in trouble. And he wanted to come in the house. And I was I was more my dad than my dad was. I'm like, these kids aren't coming. I, if you came and knocked on my door, we stood on the porch, just like we would now. I'm not letting you in. You didn't announce yourself as the person who I invited over. I'm not. This isn't a hostel. Can we come in? No. We wanted to do something. Like, not in my house, no. You're going to, and two of them that I'm talking about, one went to jail and one had a a massive drug problem. I've heard from both of them since through uh, this show. We we hung out together a lot. Like, uh uh, you wanted to. You scared me to death. Remember my brother? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, imagine that. Did you kill him? Yeah, I accidentally ran over him in a car. Oh, were you stealing the car? Weren't stealing it, but it wasn't ours. Okay. Yeah, those kids that come over that are like, uh-oh, bad influence kid. You probably have one that you've got your eye on with Kirby. One of her friends are like, mm, I don't know if that one's any good. Hasn't been over the house, if that's the... Uh... Have you turned a blind eye to it? Have we gone Brady no. on this one? No. You're pretty no. sure? Yeah. That's good. That's lucky. Alex's buddy Landon. He's the, the small... <laughs> oh, call too. Nice. Oh, yeah. All right. Toledo. Oh, yeah. Good move. Drops trow at, at, at a moment's notice in public. I'm like, what are you doing? It's Landon. He's funny. Mm. No, that's indecent exposure. <laughs> yeah. Landon's going to get you thrown yeah. in jail. Mm. You're going to get hit on a Me Too rape charge hanging around that one. Yep, that's no good. Landon. Mm-hmm. That's the one at home. We don't have to worry about this. <sighs> Ever. Thank God. I had uh, my friend's daughter, who's 13 or 14. Her friend just got busted sending naked pictures to an old guy. Oh, God. He's like 22. And she's she looks like she's about 20. So she's not allowed to hang out in the house anymore. Because she'd talk the other one into it. Let's take pictures. All right. All right. You're pretty cool. I know another friend had the eighth grader. Yeah. And she was sending the slutty pictures yeah. around and putting them on Instagram. Eighth grade. You don't want her hanging out with your kids. No. No. <laughs> She's a walking future pregnancy. Oof. Or, and then you got a Hyundai in your driveway. I'm like, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that, Landon? <laughs> Don't worry about it, Mr. Toledo. <laughs> you want to see my piece? No, Landon. No, no Landon. one wants to Oops. see your piece. I've seen it. Look who's here Oops. to party. Looks like I've lost a little weight and my pants fell off again. <laughs> see you later, Mr. Dick. One eared elephant? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Rabbit with, like, he's one-eared. I just did that joke. I'm, I'm not a creative dick shower. I just discovered the sale. Why would anybody want kids? I don't know. Christ. 
Because the other kids start showing up too. And listen, Toledo's kids, probably somebody else's parents' worst nightmare. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I guarantee 100%. you that your kid rolled into a few houses and they're like, I'm not sure I like this Alex boy. Get this model out of <laughs> here. <laughs> Get Zoolander out of my house. But I guarantee you, I guarantee you Alex got somebody started on the smoking. And those parents are mad at Alex. Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody else's kid. The, va- the vaping yeah. for sure. Yep. 100%. Yep, somebody's got it. Somebody starts your kid on smoking. Somebody starts your kid on uh, BBC. On yeah, on on gay sex, like Brett says. <laughs> somebody's got to be the first to talk him into it. <laughs> your daughter into like testing the lesbianism waters. Alex also didn't understand how you know when you use a debit card, oh. it shows every transaction on your on your bank account. Because I'm tied to his bank account. Yeah. Why are you going to Alex Liquor and whatever over? Gum? Uh huh. He's got, he goes, they got. They got good drinks and gum. Shut <laughs> up. Come on. So you get that at Circle K. Why don't you go to Circle K? Pack of Trident cost you fourteen ninety five. They have better. They have better prices. Good handle a Trident. Uh-huh. They have better prices than a loose owner <laughs> who sells you whatever you want. Oh man. Yep, and it's just amazing. And see, you guys are in that. I'm nervous for you. You're in pregnancy age. You got pregnancy concerns. You know what the bigger portion oh, is now? Horrifying. He's five months away from 18. So trying to get through to him, it's like you got five months left before it becomes all on real. you. If you're <laughs> you're probably real. except for that's what you think because you're going to be paying for his insurance till he's 25. No, no, <laughs> we've already you're had the cutting talk. it all off because at 18 he has to get his own policy. He can't, uh, car policy. He yeah. can't be on mine. Uh, health insurance. Yes. You'll see. No, is health that right? Is he that can be on age? Mine. You're going to be paying for it, yeah. and probably that baby that he'll make when yeah. he feels. Come on, bro. Yeah, bro. It's your grandson, bro. You got a choice. You want me to pay for Jimmy hats? You want me to pay for the insurance on your car? Brady, have you given Kirby Jimmy hats yet? No. You should probably what? think about that. It's a girl, for God's sake. Oh should my have been, God. Every birthday, she should get another 13, sleeve of those. Alex got his first. Yeah, just <laughs> in case. Here. I, might, I, gave get, him, I gave him like four I'll extras. Four extras to Uncle practice. John will hand her the Jimmy hats. I know that's too awkward for you. It starts too many conversations. Like, look, you just keep them around just in case. For what? Uh, ask your mother. <laughs> I asked my dad and he showed me a Howie Mandel video no you don't do that with him no you don't do that that was stupid he's just trying to make him cute because he doesn't want to talk about it yeah I couldn't imagine like having a daughter hitting 15, 16 oh I'd be a basket case having that dopey son smoking trying to model yeah. oh man <laughs> It'd be bouncing off every wall. Oh, there's going to be a pregnant girl at my door soon. Yuck. Yeah, my one friend had his son's girlfriend give birth in their front yard. What? They didn't want to go to the hospital because they would have tested positive for drugs. Oh, God. So she did, yeah, she was a little out of her she mind. She tried to hold it and then went, nope, and pushed it out on their front lawn. Lawn, like baby. Pish- it's not like pinching off a poop or anything. I mean, yeah, actually, might be spread, well. pretty much the same thing. Like I said, <laughs> shoulder surgery is harder. But the crazy part is, is that, and we'll never get this call, Brett, mm-hmm. unless it's a crime. Uh, his neighbor called and said, uh, there's two kids in your front yard and one of them's given birth. And he had to drive home. <laughs> Isn't that the worst call you could ever get? There's a girl in your were front yard. Were they gone by the time he got there? Cause- no, they were still giving birth. Oh, Jesus. And uh, the paramedics were on the way. But he had to, you know, 
the phone call comes. Luckily, the snapper mower picked up the placenta yeah. and all that stuff. Oh. Nothing worse than that thing where you're like, hello? Hey, there's a, someone in your front yard giving birth. I think they live with you. All right. that's I know exactly who you're talking about. It's that pregnant uh, daughter-in-law of mine. I'll be over in a second. Hey, guys. Got hospitals for this. Yeah, but we tested positive for drugs. They'll take the baby away. Right. Well, then go about your business here in my yard. That's trespassing. <laughs> they lived there. Nothing about it. Imagine if Dan ever got that call oh. while he was at work. He'd still be. Rooting around, re- rooting around in my gut pile. <laughs> Dad, Jackie's in the front yard. She's giving birth. We did some H, so we can't go to the hospital. It'll take your grandson away. You need to help me. All my dad would do is, is clean a gun and just stare at me until I went to sleep. And eventually, <laughs> eventually, he got to sleep. Like, uh-uh. And I'd stay up for like 70 hours, and bobbing my head just waiting, and he'd still be just fine. I'd have been shot dead immediately. Shot dead immediately. He would. He'd kill me now if I told him that even happened to a friend of mine. Like, I oh, just get you out of here. I can't. I can't ever get to call you. Fifty one. <laughs> you give birth on my dad's property. I don't care how old you are. He's he's done with you. My and that goes for me too. Can't stop a moving train. <laughs> be there in a Which minute. Doesn't even. Your dad would be out there with hot towels and a. Ba- <laughs> What's that there, Brady's girls on the H? All right then, I'll be home in a TikTok. Looks like somebody's a grandpa. Hey, I'll be five minutes. I'm gonna pick up some cigars to celebrate. As soon as I finish golf, yeah, I gotta I'll finish this round of golf. I don't like birth. Send me head over there. Get that uh, some cigars. Is it a girl or a boy? What color balloon should I? Get? Like you guys would make it a celebration. Daddy, I'm having a baby in the front yard. Wow, and laser see? All right. He's, yes, he's, he's throwing up. Here's, cool. your, here's your push gift. I'm going to get your push gift, and we're going to go out to Raising Cane's after and stuff it in the new baby's hole. The baby's name would be Raising Cane's. <laughs> His name is Cane, and we're going to raise him. Yeah, you were positive people. Kirby's you were- taking a week off of school for a baby moon. You wouldn't have, 15? like, I don't see that in you, that you would, like, Kirby could do, there's not a moment, like, Kurt and Dan and whatever Toledo's dad's name would be, and he'd still probably kill you. Even if never knew you, you'd have birthed it on his front yard. Nah, there's that, nothing I picture. Guy, he walks, he walks sure. away from stuff like but that. But even if you had, even if Just, you dirtied my lawn. <laughs> right, not right. my yard. <laughs> another baby. He'd probably move to another <laughs> county. My, lawn. my lawn's ruined and I got to get out of here. Now I got to go find a new ranch. I'm allergic to those. But I don't think Kirby could do anything like load it up on H and given birth in your front yard and you'd still come to work. Guess who's a grandpa? Like it would be the greatest day of your life. I don't know about that. I, I don't think you'd ever try to kill her. I know for a fact no, my dad would try to kill me and my sister both. I'd probably get killed if my sister did it and I had nothing yeah. to do with it because he's like, I don't want this to ha- I don't even want the possibility and they're the cause of it. How about this one? Brady, hear me. <laughs> I have two daughters, 28 and 31 now. I put them both on the pill when they were 14 and to this day, they still don't have any children. Yeah. Both are very successful and happy in life. Signed, Realistic Dad for the Win. Yeah. Get the pill yeah. in capital letters. She's not that type of gal. Well, when they're pouring a placenta out of your front driveway, you'll see. They're all that type of gal. You know why I know that? <laughs> Nathan Sutherland's girlfriend had a baby. They can all do it. If you're capable, Jimmy Hats and Pills. <laughs> The second that thing starts becoming a working factory, Jimmy Hatson Pills. Guess who's a grandpa? The baby has no arms. She's pretty loaded up on the H at the time, but we're going to name it. 
<laughs> hey, me and the warehouse guys all just tuned in. Congrats, Brady, on being a grandpa. Yeah, no, it didn't really actually happen, but he's ignoring the fact that there's a huge possibility of that. I don't think my buddy ever thought that he'd be the grandfather of a front yard H baby. <laughs> I don't think he ever thought that. Holmberg, I've always known this. You're such an asshole. Yep. Thanks. My daughter's 13. Yep. I hadn't been thinking about this. You have to. Yes, but now I am. You have to. I'm a realist. I'm a learning tool. I'm a tool of learning. Call me a tool all day. <laughs> I always finish when you say, it. Holmberg, you're a tool. And I say, of learning. You got one that can start making babies. Assume she is. Assume the worst. Plan for the worst. Maybe your daughter is an angel. Kirby's pretty angelic. She's not doing anything. Just in case. She's capable. Poison the womb. (laughs) You don't want to find out she's not an angel. That way, H-Baby in the front yard. And then I get the call. You're not going to believe what... I won't use the accent. You're not going to believe what happened to me today. (laughs) What is it? My son. Girlfriend, H baby front yard, huh? You gotta be more. I need more specific. It's crazy H baby in the front yard had to leave work to go help deliver a baby in his front yard. And he already knew and he's about, raising the kid. Look, and already knew about the pregnancy, obviously. Right. So that was like something he was coping with. He didn't realize it was gonna finish this way, but there it was. And neither are involved. Well, that's not true. Well. The boy is. Actually, they're both involved again. The parents are involved. But legally. For a while. Not the parents. Oh, no. For a while, they had to sit down for that H problem. It's crazy. Don't have them. Poison the womb of your teen daughter. You don't want to find out the hard way. Too many stories. We had the girl on the plane to Vegas. Yep. My mom had me when she was 15. I had my first daughter when I was 16. It's a trend. It's, 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 she's 30 and she's planning a quinceanera. <laughs> and if, you, if, if, if all holds true before her 32nd birthday, grandma. If the pattern continues. Good Christ. Brett, high 10. Oh, foot dance. Little kid in play. <laughs> oh, look at you guys. Skipping. Thanks for the out. Hit the back, back foot, back. He'll push. Yeah, you got a 13 year old daughter. You got a breeder on your hands. Remember when you were cool? Remember, dude, who wrote that when you were cool? Right. And you used to say things like, there's grass on the field, play ball. Guess what? That's coming home. That still exists, even though you don't want to admit it anymore. And those idiots, when you were that age, say that. And they can't control themselves. Jimmy Hatt's poison. Close the door on this possibility. John, is there a new fountain where that baby was birthed? Because I know the grass ain't growing there. (laughs) Does it kill grass forever? (laughs) I don't know. I could use that on my turf. Some of the old grass is coming through. If I could get some some placenta. There's a memorial spot. (laughs) <laughs> Always there, it never grows. But if I on my turf where the old grass, because they warn yeah, you, like it when comes through the seams, replace right? your grass. Yeah, sometimes it'll grow through a little bit. I had really healthy grass before, I just turfed over it, and then you kill the grass, and you do your best, and it'll still pop through. So if there's a lady out there that's got any placenta, I could just drag around like I'm seeding my lawn again. I'd love to get rid of somebody. There's not a lot, but it's just enough to annoy me. 
Like I walk through, I'm like, God dang it. And I got to pull little sprigs out. Uh, it's just, it's frustrating. To kill crabgrass and stuff? Or? Huh? Does it kill the crabgrass? Hey, look, stuff I don't like know if it, if, it, if it can figure out Bermuda to crab. <laughs> like this gets rid of weeds? That's a good point. Maybe Instead we should have having some... uh, doves picking up the seed, uh, the overseed, you got vultures in your front yard every year. It's putting placenta out there. All right, the dogs can't be on that either. The whole reason you turfed the lawn is because winter grass was so messy and the dogs would walk on it. I know. Now they can't walk out there because they'll eat the placentas I've got scattered. Oh. Okay, says John, you're right. Uh, Nobody wants this situation. Says Alexi Treviso, 19, is seen in court hearing for the first time accused of dumping her newborn baby in the hospital trash bag and leaving him to die. Some dad got a phone call that day. Yep. But did I see your daughter at the hospital Are you today? Alexi Trevisi's uh, father? I sure am. She had a uh, prom night dumpster baby and it's in her trash and she Excuse left. We're putting me? her in jail. <laughs> oh. Well, she did what then? She, yeah, the baby that, did you know she was pregnant? Well, we assumed she'd put on a couple of pounds. We, yeah, she had a baby and threw it away. We found it. Damn it, they found it. I'm going to go buy Dr. Lynn a thank you gift. <laughs> yeah, me too. Let's go over there today <laughs> yeah. with cake. Dr. Lynn, it's us. Thank you so much. Yeah. Poison. Poison it all. <laughs> Miguel, who was on our trip, said, yeah, you're talking about that quinceanera. That's not my kid, and I got to pay for that. Because <laughs> he married one, and now the quinceanera's right. on. He goes, you have me thinking. I'm halfway Brady Vision right now, but damn you, Holmberg. Sorry, Miguel. John, I made a deal sure- in reality. I'm a tool of learning. John, I made sure to have my teenage daughter in my delivery room. She didn't have kids until she was 29. What's been my theory for 20 years on this show? You want your teen kids to not have sex with each other? Show them the reality. Show them a videotape of you guys doing it. Here's what uh, you probably are going to be interested in. Let me give you a few pointers. Here's here's your date's lovely mother and I getting her done. Can you imagine going to Brady's house as a teen boy and he breaks out the VHS of Brady uh, in some sort of strange prone position, taking one? <laughs> this is his, the lovely mother. It was called Reverse Cowgirl. This is this was the... Uh, you sure this isn't a Nat Geo? This is the video where we actually... Galapagos Islands. We made Kirby. You're dating her tonight. You kids have fun, huh? The horrors of seeing parents having sex. Brady, get used to new introductions. Hi, I'm Brady, and this is Alejandro, my ste- my son-in-law. And Alejandro would go, learning disabilities aren't so bad. I'm like, what happened? H-baby. He's a good kid. He wasn't even supposed to talk. And look at him go. Daddy, could I have another apple? You have to puree it, though. You got a puree an apple up for him. What's an apple? Oh, my God. John, my girlfriend's cousin used to punch her daughters in the stomach once a month just to make sure they weren't pregnant. And that, to me, that is a is great good parent. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Let me give you a shot in the old solar plexus there before you get one. <laughs> this is my granddaughter. Hello. She's an H baby, born in the front yard. It's a miracle. It's a miracle story. Super strong. <laughs> well, when she gets out of the chair once a month. Not very strong all the time. Just when my adrenaline gets going. John, consider this on the other side of this situation. This is for a normal situation. My baby mama is a liberal nutbag, thanks Toledo, that doesn't wear deodorant, bras, or shave. Even took me to court when I had our daughters pierced professionally. She called it abuse. Our daughter is 11 now, and I'm effed with any common sense conversation with that nutbag. Should have known that before going in. How did you Absolutely. not know you impregnated a hippie? 
I mean, she wasn't wearing deodorant. I mean, that's what... Right. You don't fight the, What's the joke we had yesterday off the air that said, what's the difference between uh, weed and vagina? When you're in a room and you're like, and you can smell the weed from across the room, you go, that's good weed. <laughs> <laughs> if you can smell her from across the room... You can put a baby that's in That's on for. you. That's your fault. And you knew she wasn't poisoning that womb. She probably used like a... Trader Joe's bag as contraception. Weirdo. Saved a dollar. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, you use your own bags twice. Jesus. You just reuse this. That lady, one of those nut bags that eats the placenta, thinking it's going to bring her closer to her daughter. Good Lord. I'm going to go do just a victory lap in life. No H-babies in my yard. You know what happens if somebody calls me and says there's somebody giving birth in your front yard? It's like an H-baby. I'd be like, well, call the police and have those well, shoot at them. Shoot at those people in my yard. What well, the trespassing? Get off my lawn. Yeah. Yeah, that's I'm going to shoot you. Yeah. I'm Walt Kowalski in your ass. But I'm pregnant. Well, there's places for that, and it ain't my front yard. Start to walking. John, I'm terrified. My daughter is 11. Two months ago, tomato pants. My wife is resistant to getting her on the pill, even though I've begged her yeah. to do so. Hey, the factory works. She got going at 11. You start talking to her about it. Part of the risk. but yeah. Whoops, because otherwise, matter of time for that baby's out in your front yard. And I got Al going, hey, uh, we don't trim trees over seven <laughs> feet and pick up baby juice. Sorry, Al. We I'll can't pay repair extra. that lawn. I'll, I'll pay you there. <laughs> Give me an extra $500 this month for the baby juice. Worth it, Al. There's a big patch here. We know what this is. H baby juice. <laughs> You bet, Al. Can I just Venmo that to you? To... <laughs> we got to quit doing your yard. This is disgusting. <laughs> uh, it's seven thirty-nine. My God, I'm doing that kid and play dance right now. Yeah, me too. It's Ooh, the happiest man. I've ever felt. Ain't gonna hurt nobody. Yeah. Brady, you got to go home and poison that baby. Let me get it on that dance. Poison that? No. Woo! No, what are you it. doing that for? <laughs> you, you're the one who's got to go home and There's... try to poison your kid today if you're doing it right. No H babies on my front lawn. All right, that's what I, nobody's ever said. Sure, probably going to happen. Aww. Everyone says no H babies on my lawn. You don't know. She'll have to do it in the common area. It might not be hers. It might be her H friend that shows up and again, not on my lawn. Yeah. I'll move them over. Getting, the, good luck. Yes, yeah, good luck, John. What are you talking about? Unwanted babies. They make great radio producers, though. <laughs> that's true. Oh. <laughs> Does Chris Jackson? Is his dad hate him? <laughs> Down the hall? I didn't know that. Uh, anyway, uh, what do you got on the big board of musical right, Wake Up Song brought to you oh. by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. This is the big weekend. Make sure you head on over there. It is the sidewalk sale. They got uh, tons of new bikes there. Demo bikes, uh, new and used snowboards, new and used skis, because eventually we're going to hit that winter time and might as well get up on it right now. Uh, ActionRideShop.com or just go visit them this Saturday at Gilbert Road in Southern. They're going to take care of you and all your needs. And uh, let's see here. On the list... Got, got in this moment, Misfits, Skindred, Metallica, Pantera, System of a Down, August Burns Red, Megadeth, Van Halen, Avenged, Bad Religion, Static X. Well, I tell you, our uh, driver there in Vegas sure loved her some Misfits. Oh, when man. she saw your shirt, I thought she was going to jump you. Ugh. Brett had a Misfits shirt on, and the girl went bananas. Yeah, she started quoting lyrics yeah. and everything else, and I'm like, I'm still hungover from that. I'm before. like, I don't even know. Yeah. I, I didn't even know it was a Misfits shirt, to be honest with you. It didn't say Misfits on it. She knew the logo. She knew oh, it yeah. all. 
She, she wanted to see Misfits at Sphere, and I'm like, not happening. No. <laughs> They're not going to play. They'd be great there. They'd be awesome there. I'm like, yeah, for you and the other hundred people, nobody's going to Misfits at Sphere. <laughs> you don't need a good sound system for the no. Misfits at all. And I like the Misfits. Well, yeah, I was even like, you're out of your mind. Two PV amps in a bedroom, you can have the Misfits show up. Love Dump's pretty solid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Love Dump is a pretty good one for today. Let's do Static X Love Dump. Otherwise known as pregnancy. Which, again, I reiterate, not that time. So you want to know the worst thing my daughter ever said to me? After church, I think I'm pregnant. Ooh. I thought she was an angel. <laughs> Turns out she'd been whoring. Oh. Poison the wind. All right, that's it. Here, we got we to do this one here. Damon said it. What? what? We got to hit this one. What is it? Look at all these stories oh, going on. We're doing the kid play yeah. dances. <laughs> <laughs> this is our, our child-free dance. Ready to go walk in the hallway and think about poisoning your daughter. Brett and I are going to be dancing. I'm going to grow my hair up like that big eraser. <laughs> yeah, oh, it is a happy song. Oh, this is. is this is that. Hey, by the way, people with kids, uh, you may be like, hey, I remember that. Uh, if you didn't have kids anymore, you wouldn't have to say remember it because it runs through your head all day long. This is what happy, childless people are thinking all the time. When you look at us with your tired, baggy eyes. I haven't slept right since 1993. <laughs> and we're sitting there, like, and we, it looks like we're not paying attention. It's because we hear this. What's, what's this pregnant lady talking about? I can't hear her. I go deaf and just listen to Kid and Play. But enjoy your babies. Poison the Womb. Poison the Womb is a good band name, too. For interested in starting a new band. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. A little late, but that's all right. We'll get through it. I think, I think we'll all make it. It's time for the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters, and it's Wingsday. That means it's Wingsday Wednesday, and that is all-you-can-eat wings. They're back, and they have pre-pandemic pricing. We all remember after the pandemic saying, why in the world are the prices so high? Well, not anymore at Hooters. Pre-pandemic pricing every Wednesday celebrating us before we went crazy in 2020. All the wings you can eat for just fifteen ninety nine per person, dining only. Just keep eating until you explode. Thanks to Wingsday Wednesday. Thank you, Hooters. Brady reported. Good Wingsday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Mashed Potato Day. All right. Still a little warm for that. <laughs> Growing potatoes. Huh? Oh. Growing yeah. potatoes goes back as far as uh, 8,000 B.C. Well, they were grown before that. Whether we were doing it or not. Right. Right. It's just a matter it's of... It's more who, like finding them and going, doing. hey, cool, these... Th- how do we, we make like more these of these? Yeah. Controlled growing. Let's start yeah, growing. When the Irish yeah, discovered yeah, the Irish. Hey, there's little rotten balls in the ground here. We can eat them. Why would you eat something just dug up? Could be bones or feces. Delicious. But it's not. It's pretty good. I'm going to try to dig up another one. Seems like they're happening under these little vines here. <laughs> Some uh, Peruvian dude picks it up. Hey, maybe I can start growing these. Yeah. That's out. Yeah, they were they were grown way before eight thousand years ago. Just we found them, started figuring out how to make them ourselves. A couple of baseless fun facts. The player who goes first in Connect Four can win 100% of the time. Assuming you 
start in the center column, and you play perfectly. Okay. <laughs> that's, well, any yeah, other that's, that's, that's a lot of cool. That's all sports. Other, that's all sports. Yep. Any other column starting off and will not win. You play a perfect game. Uh, 100% of the time you're going to win. Connect four, uno. You play a perfect game, you're going to win every time. When marshmallows were created in the early 1800s, they were flavored using a root of plant called marshmallow. But it was hard to extract the sap from the root. So marshmallows haven't been made out of the actual marshmallow since uh, the 1800s. It was a better time. (laughs) The last college in the country to have intramural tackle football, Notre Dame. They wore pads, helmets, and everything. It was dropped earlier this year. Spinal cord injuries. This is the first fall without it. No kidding. They were taking ladies out. Well, they probably had... Like positions that they wouldn't get hit. Well, no, this is uh, intramural. It doesn't mean co-ed. It just oh. you, you can have the. Oh, I see just, what you're saying. Yeah, oh, I thought like they were adding girls to it. You're right. Yeah. yeah, not co-ed. I thought you were saying that they had everybody's involved, kind of intramural, like fraternities, sororities. Everybody could play. Mozart composed more than twenty pieces of music before he turned ten. That's pretty good at it. It's a different time. Yeah, he only had 10 more years to live. Now, you got to remember, that was middle-aged. Mm-hmm. So it's impressive to us now when a 10-year-old does that because most 10-year-olds are pretty useless. <laughs> but back then, he was only going to live to 27. So it was like he was 30. He better have something done. I mean, his parents were probably putting heat on him and he was a deadbeat. You still living at home? Why? Get out. Get a job. Fill around on that piano all day. In a survey about uh, DIY costumes for Halloween, 59% of the people say that rising costs have inspired them to create their own costume. 70% of the people say they likely will shop for stuff in person, possibly at a Goodwill or yeah. another thrift store. If you're so poor that you got to build a costume for Halloween, maybe you should sit this one out. <laughs> Maybe you should have focused on some other stuff rather than the parties you need to hit as an adult. If you're a kid, I get it. Make a kid's costume because you're dead broke and the kid you need some food in the house. But if you're an adult and you don't have enough money to get yourself a $30 costume, probably the alcohol you're going to buy on your way to that get-together, a little bit pricier than you expect to. In a new survey... Uh, 94% of employees say they will delay contacting IT workers. If they've done something, they'll try to troubleshoot on their computer first. Some of them do it because they're embarrassed to admit what happened, like if they spilled alcohol on their computer. (laughs) Keep that to myself. Yeah, I'm not going to tell anybody about it. A new poll found that 71% of Americans have at least one family recipe that was passed down to them. What's yours? There's a couple of them. I'm, I'm, Bunny cookies. What? Uh, my grandmother's uh, cheese potatoes. What is that? That's, that sounds like something I'd search on Pornhub. They call them... <laughs> I'm just searching my grandmother's cheese potatoes. Let me look mm. that up. Yeah, see if that's on Pornhub. What Some comes people out call that? them... Uh, they're similar to, like, funeral potatoes. They're just, it's commonly the, brought at like funerals. The, the Mormon potatoes? Yeah, the yeah they're like those comfort foods. Awesome. Yeah. Those are like au gratin. 
Kind of. Yeah, she used the potatoes O'Brien. It's the cube potatoes with the red, green peppers and onions. And then cheese everywhere. Yeah. It's a lot. (laughs) Good stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Was it her recipe or is it just stolen and then, like, have you seen it since? Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of times those recipes, I don't know, they're, you know, I think her grandmother was making. If it's one of those things where it's like people are like that's my mom's apple pie, like it's apple pie. Yeah, it's like she threw cinnamon on it. It's the same thing. Yeah, and you'll see a lot of uh, they'll say it's family recipes, but then they'll get together and they'll put together a cookbook. Whatever, uh, if they're in a book club, they'll right. put their own cookbook together, and each mom will put one in there. Then that gets passed down. I did when I first time uh, moved into the neighborhood that I was in. There was a family, a um, um, Mormon mom's cookbook. I got one of those. Uh, Ronnie, they gave it <laughs> no, to Ronnie. What? They, they know their audience. Come on. I know who's going to want this. I know their secrets. Yeah. <laughs> Some random neighbor gave you a cookbook? Yeah, our neighbor down the street. Boy, typecasting You look hungry. Assholes. Yeah, man, no kidding. <laughs> Talk about looking at a guy going, you look like you're going to want a bunch of food. Here's options. That's like handing you a cheesecake factory menu. Here, you'll need this. <laughs> um, this guy just is in the Guinness World Records with the new hottest pepper in the world called Pepper X. Uh-oh. The previous hottest, uh, the old record was by a Carolina Reaper at 1.6 million Scoville units. That's murder. That's murder. Crazy. Well, it's the goal with peppers to kill someone. Is that yeah. what we're shooting for? We keep making them worse. And I've, I've literally watched people's faces melt. Right. That's, so that, that 1.6 million Scoville units, the average jalapeno is about three to 8,000 yeah. Scoville units. This new one is 2.69 million Scoville units. It just light your face on fire. Well, what's the ghost pepper? Is that the the one ghost comes in lower. No, Man, ghost really? comes in a little bit lower than the Carolina Reaper. Oh, oh wow. And that is... Because uh, that was the big one for a while. Wasn't what is, is that yeah, the picture of it? That's the picture of it. Yep. Like, why? What do you... What do you and what who's do you impressed by it? Well, like, I want to see the prick eat it now. Well, sure. I like oh, to watch people God. suffer, but it's uh, there's no joy in that culinary experience. You're just either showing off or proving that you're a dummy. Like, you're the kid at, at school that was like, hey, staple my arm with a bunch of staples. How much will you give me? I'm not going to give you anything. It's like that one chip challenge thing. That's yeah. It's got like oh. one point. They've canceled that. Or yeah. something. Um, the guy who created his name's Ed Curry. He owns a business in South Carolina called Pucker Butt Pepper Company. That isn't appetizing. <laughs> Pucker Butt is not something I'm like, that's tasty. Bet they got an endorsement over across the hall for that. <laughs> no, they don't. Pucker butt's the worst nightmare for them there. <laughs> In a ripping thing. Hey, it's too tight. <laughs> they need a broken elastic butt. <laughs> Here's a little hike, a uh, little hack. Sorry to find the cheap flights anywhere, airline flights. Okay. Google, you go to Google Flights, enter the dates you want to fly. And the airport you want to fly out of, then for your destination, just type the word anywhere. Oh. And it'll pop up all the different Option. locations. And you can. So you type in anywhere for destination, then you got to sift through billions of options. 
If there are billions. Yeah. Well, I mean, anywhere is all of them. Right? If yeah. There are. So there's going to be an awful lot of options. So basically, it's just, here's the whole entire flight menu, find a cheap flight. Yeah, out of Phoenix. Let's say we'll go right. the weekend. There's going to be. Yeah, a, but you could wind up on like Spirit yeah, gonna, or yeah, something. On, screw that. And, and also like no. landing in five different places before you get well, to where you need to go. Pulling up the whole world. Yeah. Still populating. We could go to Ulaanbaatar. <laughs> How much well, is that? Yeah, of course. Uh, $2,443 round trip. How many stops do I have to make on that thing? Ooh. Ten? There's some great chicken nugs in that $158 to New York <laughs> Click on, on that. Spirit I bet on you... Ulaanbaatar. No, on New York on the oh, okay. $158. I don't know what Ulaanbaatar is. That's the first time I'm hearing of that. It's Mongolia. Yeah, what is that? Spirit, How many connections? Spirit, yeah. $158. It's no, a nonstop thanks. flight. I'll nonstop. Walk. Yep. I'll wow. walk to Newark. <laughs> I'll walk to New York before I get on that. Chet Blue 288. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'll do that one. Yes, all the flights. There it is. Anywhere. It just gives you a picture of the world and a bunch of Ulaanbaatar. <laughs> Never heard anybody say they're summering in Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia. Look at the size of the city, though. Click on that again. Which one? Ulaanbaatar. Uh, Look at the picture of it. Wow, it's, it's huge. more populated than I would have thought. Master, I, That's a Mongolia. I'll be honest with you. I pictured a, a jungle and Tribal. bamboo yep. sticks Huts. and a couple of guys with loincloths greeting me at the... Yep. Not not so much an airport, but just a makeshift runway. Totally. Same. What airline is taking me to Ulaanbaatar? United. Uh, United. Asiana and MIAT. 29 hours and 20 No, no way. way. Oh. And in the end, you end up in Mongolia? You can... Yep. You can cut uh, four hours off of that by going Alaskan. And Korean Air. Yeah. That's 25 hours and 20 minutes. That's a lot of flying to get to Mongolia. But you're paying paying, uh, $1,600 more. More, yeah. Well, now I know how to disappear (laughs) to where no one's going to find me. Ubantar? Yeah, wherever Ulaanbaatar is. Ulaanbaatar. (laughs) If I'm ever in trouble, you heard it here first. He probably left for Ulaanbaatar. Going to Ulaanbaatar. Nobody's ever written a song about it. Nobody's ever come back with, you know, baubles and uh, tchotchkes from Ulaanbaatar. What do you think about uh, Kazakhstan there, Johnny? Sure. How uh, much? 1600 bucks on Qatar Airways. Those, those are the good ones, right? Yeah. Oh, Qatar's all right. It's only 28 hours. I like the commercials they have now for Emirates Air with uh, Penelope Cruz. She's taking a shower. She's taking and a shower. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle of the game, and she comes out of this room. She goes, I just took a shower because I'm flying on Emirates. And then she leans against the wall. And I'm like, gross. <laughs> you know what you've been standing in? And then the other one where she's like, everybody gets their own TV. Look, a soccer championship. And then she poorly delivers the line, this is not a penalty. <laughs> and then the commercial ends. And I'm like, what is she selling me on here? She took a shower. What were you doing on the plane that required a shower? Shouldn't you have showered before the flight? We've been on this plane for 20 hours. That's gross. Huh? I can make it 20 hours without a public shower. I don't even think it should be an option. Not the guy getting up. I'll be right back. And he comes back with his finger in his ear. Just took a nice shower. Yeah, and he's waffle stomping in the shower yeah. before you get in. <laughs> I had to take a huge <laughs> I don't like using the little bathroom. So I went and I took a shower and I pushed it down into the drain. Then I washed my feet. You're still kind of wet. Yeah. From the shower. Plane shower? Are you going to Iran? <laughs> yeah. Tehran. Are you going to Tehran? How much is it? 1600 bucks. Uh, that should be cheaper right now. 
Istanbul, twelve hundred bucks. Not Constantinople. Anyway, sorry, we're distracted yeah. by the traveling <laughs> and showering in the plane. I really could use a shower. I've been swamping up pretty good, and I think I may have <laughs> my pants somewhere over Ulaanbaatar. Last week, a cop in northern Arkansas saw, saw a car parked outside a storage facility. A storage facility? A storage facility that's been broken into more than 50 times in the last few years. It was 1245 in the morning, so he decided to investigate. When he got closer, he noticed the car rocking back and forth. All right. All right. right. Looked inside and saw a 55-year-old man getting it on with a stuffed animal. Oh. Uh Leave him alone. Somebody's toy. Police report doesn't go into uh, more detail. Because it's gross. Yeah. We don't know what kind of stuffed animal it was. The guy's name is Theo- Theodore Beaver Morgavan. Cleaver. <laughs> Theodore Morgavan. Morgavan. Oh. He was on probation for a previous theft and drug conviction. So that allowed the cop to search his vehicle. Found meth. Hmm. Imagine that. There's Theodore. Being arrested sure any stuff time allows though. a cop to search you whenever they want? Yeah, all that's just suspicion. Huh. Watch a little OP Live. If they smell weed, they have the rights to search your car. Anything that they're like, hmm, that's suspicious. I'm going through that. And everybody's a street-side lawyer. I know my rights. Well, then you would have read this. <laughs> right. That I have absolutely the understand. right to go. Your car smells like weed, so I have suspicion that there's illegal substances in that. And if you want to make a big stink about it, I'll just call a judge and I'll go, go ahead. Yep. In China Grove, North Carolina. Don't. Don't. I was just waiting for it. Don't. A family is a little upset after their loved (laughs) one's body was mistaken for a Halloween decoration. Left outside for days. Robert Owen's body was found in China Grove. His family discovered that uh, the lawn care worker went by the body and basically cut the grass around it. Right. Thought it was Halloween decoration. Well, or not. Half-naked body. I'm going to defend all landscaping companies right here, is that they're they're there to mow and blow any extra, and you leave it out in the yard, is something they assume you want out there. But, you know, if he didn't think it was a Halloween decoration, and in fact knew it was a dead body, probably would have called authorities and said, look, there's a dead body. I'm the same way. I'm mowing around that. I'm acting like... Nope. But here's the other thing, too, is... Messes up your whole month. The grandmother who's, you know, on the news report crying and stands upset that can't believe someone would do that. Not, you know... But you haven't heard from your grandson yet, the family, for over five days. And, yes, he did have a history of drugs. Sure. So he overdosed in his front yard? Another H-baby, front yard H-baby. They're investigating. Sounds like... And I'm not the sharpest spoon in the drawer... Uh, he died of an overdose in his front yard. And if I'm a landscape guy, I'm going right around that. I don't want anything to do with it. If it's somebody that wanted that body to be found, the people inside Too should find it. And by the way, if you've left a dead body in your front yard for a few days, nobody loved you. If you die in your yard and no one <laughs> finds you for five days and the landscape guy skips over it, you didn't live a very fulfilled life. Imagine Al mowing yeah. around the body. Hey, John, what did you want to do with this corpse here? Because <laughs> that's extra, too. You got the dead baby. You got the, the placenta dead grass and his body now. Yeah, go ahead, Al. Just get that up. All right. We, we're going to have to come back on next Wednesday because <laughs> I don't have my dead person removal This could uh, be extra truck. charge. <laughs> I can't take that down to the 
the dump, I'm going to have to cremate that. It's going to cost you a few thousand dollars. Yeah, Al would not deal with it either. I go outside sometimes. I pulled some bushes out that died from the summer, and I left them in the grass because he was coming the next day. And I just put them out there in the grass, and they blew them over <laughs> into the corner like he must want these. Because <laughs> otherwise, and they're right for thinking, why didn't you just throw them away yourself? Like you did this yesterday or whenever in between our visits. Uh, I'll just put them here for now. We have another Guinness World Record. Bella, a 14-year-old cat, is in the record books for the loud or the loudest purr. 54.59 decibels. It's like a Who concert. The owner is Nicole Spink. Hey. That sounds terrible. That's like it a, does. That's what I was like. Mm-hmm. That's the punchline to a what do you call a Mexican and Chinese baby? <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Spink uh, lives in England. <laughs> it gets funnier the more you Because you're so childish. <laughs> oh, honorary Holmes. <laughs> hey, Mrs. Spink. Honorary. You're right, Odoray. Uh, she shattered the previous record of 50 decibels. Right, which everybody knew. Let's get to some radio videos. First one, I believe, oh yeah, is a guy that's uh, celebrating his victory at a fight. Okay. Ref basically raises his hand up. Yeah. Dude's in good shape. So you just want... Great for your morning breakfast. Hands here. up. Oh, and then he just starts throwing up everything. And they'll do it from oh. another angle. Oh, we've got angles. Oh, that's, that's a lot bloody. of people. It's bloody. Hopefully that was the last fight of the night. Is it blood or is it some sort of protein mix? I don't mix know. Whatever like his, yeah. is, is it in his weird diet? That dude is chiseled up, so I'm guessing the uh, steroids and the meal got all confused. This was from the Phillies game Sunday, I believe. A guy stormed the field. This one gets tackled. We saw this yeah. one last week, right? Oh, different dude. Different dude. Oh, oh. They didn't show the la- they didn't show the, the players. The one last time they didn't show getting tackled. Those Philly security guys are great at knocking people up. Man, they watch a lot of Eagles football right now. They wrecked his ass. That or he trained under James Harrison. Yeah, that is a pinpoint clean head down play sixty hit. Nice I shot. I love that the players are like, oh yeah, snap. They loved it. Uh, yeah, security's crushing him. I like that one. I like that a lot. All right, Bert. All right. Carry us home. Second. Got two. Perfect. Uh, this one is just uh, titled, Parked on his nuts. Oh. What? Oh, it's oh, it's a road crash. There's a bike. Traffic is stopped. We're oh, walking down the road. There's a lot of like goo in the road. That's it's a, a not spread eagle on the dragon. Spread eagle on the tire. It's the tire mark from the uh, from skidding to a stop under a bus. There's a man under the tire of the bus. And he's moving. He's under the bus, and it is most definitely parked directly on his balls. And from he's laying on his stomach, and he is still alive. He's under a bus with his pants down, and there's a bus tire on his nuts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Screaming is justified. That is justified. Somebody back the bus up they just a little. They can't move it. Why? Because the front axle's broken. Yeah, that is a reasonable scream. There. There oh! you go. Oh! 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 His leg is a mangled mess. Oh! Oh! 
dead. Oh, oh. they moved the bus, and he is nothing but bone from the knee down. It's all gone. Oh, oh. it looks like the end of a KFC bucket. I apologize oh. to Peg from this. Oh weekend. my God! Look at all that meat. I'm not worried about my nuts. Oh, anymore. I don't. You're, you're never going to need those again. Oh my God! I didn't see that part happening. Oh. I thought the bus was just pushed him down. Damn it, Brett! <laughs> Finally. Oh. Oh, I didn't expect a leg to look that bad. And this is a dude just cut his oh, finger off. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, he just chopped his ring finger off. Oh, he's, he's got a bucket full of fingers. That's not the... Fr- oh, he's oh, a it's hostage. Cartel. It's some sort okay. of a... Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Jesus, they put a gun to his head and the video stopped. Oh, was that a? That's a terrorist hostage thing. I think so. Or they cut cartel. off. The, they cut off two fingers. That could wow. be cartel too. Oh, and they're doing it with a big knife. It's not like they're clipping it fast. No. There. It said a uh, taxi driver taught painful lesson for not paying his extortion. Oh my God! Yeah, that's Mexican cartel stuff. They got a blindfold on him, and at the end they put a gun on his head. And I thought it was going. And then the video ended. Thank. So we'll just right. there. Oh, John, did Brady say that he would fly Korean Air? Just bring your USB cord. <laughs> you can start those planes. Why are you doing, prayer? A key. Oh, hey. Hey, uh, Mrs. Spink. <laughs> That's right. I'm Mrs. Spink, prayer. Audrey. Hi. He's a dude going out with Nikki Spink. <laughs> I don't think I'm supposed to say your name. <laughs> what, Spink? Yes. <laughs> that. <laughs> your name is a... In my mind, I've made it a double slur. You have to change your name. Uh, there you go, everybody. That is your Brady Report, brought to you by Hooters. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Emails are flying in about family recipes. It says Toledo's family recipe was remove aluminum foil, bake on Camaro engine for 25 minutes. <laughs> Salisbury steak. Brett's <laughs> family recipe said, uh, don't forget to place oven mitts over open hand. Swing vigorously at broad. <laughs> That's about That's right. The pretty oven close. Mitt, yeah, pretty close. The yeah. DNA off. Yeah. You got your mom's gravy. And mine was uh, yeah. your grandmother had a family recipe. It was meatloaf. Uh, put put meat in pot, place hand gently down pants, and pull out secret spices. Because that happened. Well, well it wasn't meatloaf. Some sort of cabbage slop. Oh. And Isabel reached into her skirt, pulled something out, squeezed it under her thumb, and then went right back to cooking. <sighs> core. Core memory. That's what it made her, her corned beef and cabbage. Uh, I wasn't going to eat it anyway. Because it's gross, but when I watch Grandma's thumb go in, well, and I don't know what. By the way, I don't know which crack pulled something out. I don't know what she harvested under her thumbnail for evidence. I don't know if it was back crack, front crack, side crack, fat lady crack, fuzzy hair crack, uh, crease crack. But she came out, index finger, thumb, and gave it a squeeze, and whatever was under her thumbnail poured out like the Play-Doh hair maker. Neat. And then she took that moose and went right back to touching the food. That's it. And people ask, how come you hate potluck so much? Because I trusted my grandma. And I don't even know you.
God knows what's going on in your house. I made a potluck last night. Did you throw your <laughs> yeah, thumb potluck. up your ass? I'm having a potluck at work. I made thumb up my ass and made some cabbage. <laughs> Bill C. Yeah. That's perfect for Halloween. Uh, it is um, just about that time for Halloween. We're, we're the band. We have band this week. I've got band. You got band? Rehearsals are going well. We got band. Uh, so the band things are going, and you can get the tickets uh, for the big night of the Singing Dead. I, I promise you, you're going to have fun at this one. This is we haven't, and we've gone through just a little bit of it, but just I've been walking around my house in high heels for the last few days, getting used to this. Ladies, I told you earlier that pregnancy isn't hard because I'm right. Heel walking? Now that's something you can complain about. That is that's a skill. Brutal. Now I'm trying to dance too. I'm trying to. Get, I'm working on some Tina Turner moves. You know. She could walk around in those things like she was floating. You're years behind. I man. am way behind. But I'm a man, so I should be able to figure this out pretty quickly. Uh, but, man, that is uh, – you, you no more should you complain about pregnancy and how difficult that is. I've debunked that thoroughly, that it isn't that big a deal. And you guys have made a big stink out of it because it's, it's the one thing you do that we can't do. Uh, men can do anything a woman can do, period, uh, except for have children. And, actually, we've started that, too. You might want to tape up for that, ankle tape. You think I should get? Well, I, I thought about like, will I roll my ankles? But that doesn't glass lend. ankles. Nah, it doesn't. They're they're much better than they used to be. I don't. They're not as glassy. They were, although those high heels could bring back my glass ankle days. But uh, the tape wouldn't look good. And see, I got to keep it authentic. I'm going to shave my legs and everything. Uh, this is this is something women you're can all complain in on about. This. Oh, I'm all in on this. It's if you're going to do it, do it right. I say. So the Friday night show, full on heels. Saturday night show, totally different, but a, a visual spectacular either way. Some of you are saying, "What's he talking about?" That is the Night of the Singing Dead. Two nights. Uh, we're down there at uh, Stand Up Live Copper Blues in downtown Phoenix on Friday night. And we're rolling up to CB Live to do Saturday night as well. And you can get tickets to both shows. You can get tickets to one show, whatever's closer to you, whatever's easy. All I ask is that you help us out. We don't want to look like fools. They, they came, the, Matt Coleman and the gang's like, you want to do two Halloween shows this year? And I'm like, for Yes. And they're like, all right, we'll do this for charities, this. We'll get the beers in there, and we'll do All right, so we got to – I need your help is what I'm saying. Come out get drunk with us. We're having a Halloween party. We're having two of them. And the more of you there are, the better it is for the bar, for the charity, and uh, to make us not look like fools. Are you guys going to do a Will Smith song? Because he's going to off himself by that time. <laughs> so, I mean, Look, there are two standbys yeah. that I – we have them. Like, we're doing a lot of work. There's video work. There's costuming. There's all this other stuff. Uh, we have two on standby. Elton John keeps falling down. Okay. Three packages. Yeah, already, <laughs> actually, already ready to go. One of the Isley Just brothers died this weekend, <laughs> yeah. and we're like, I started going, "It's your thing." I started doing it around the house. I'm like, we might have to plug that in. Uh, yeah, we always have a late entry. Okay, I'm with you. Will Smith needs to be on the oh, yeah. almost list. Elton John's fallen down two times last month, and every time he does, I just send a text to the boys. I'm like, on standby. Uh, Elton tumbled. Uh, you know, we've got a few from this year that have died, and then you know, Ozzy. Ozzy is always on standby. He's been on standby He's had since the we package started. For years. Yeah, we those are easy. That one's easy though. You guys, we've all, got a couple. Everybody knows yeah, Ozzy, we've got yeah. a couple we can figure out pretty fast. You, you, you lose Will Smith. Parents just don't understand. Is going to be a tough one. We did add Bretson. I wanted to do um, uh, a Ghetto Boys song, and uh, because of the beginning, because it's the one from Office Space. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Here comes a resurrection. It's a group hotter than an yeah. erection and showing no affection. They want to ban us up on Capitol Hill because it's die, mother die, mother Well, the second and third verse uh, is mostly the N-word. 
And so when I'm running All through right. it, I'm kind of like, this is going to be hard not to accidentally say one of these because there's like 40 of them. So we also, Marty goes, I was doing the track on that thing. And my daughter came in and said, what are you doing? He says, John wants to do this one. And I'm like, maybe we should change it. Brett came up with the idea for Two Life Crew because I didn't know that that little Star Wars character. Yeah, fresh Kid passed. Ice. Yeah, Fresh Kid Ice was gone. So Two Life Crew is on there. Nice. There they Fresh Kid Ice. Night two is going to be the a mystery member. Yeah, it's going to be a tribute to uh, America. Night one is going to be a tribute to women in rock. <laughs> At least by me. <laughs> but let's just say Marty dressed up as Jackie Kennedy is pretty awesome. It's going to be fun. So the tickets are available if you want to go. Uh, uh, CBLive.com, I'm pretty sure, and Copper Blues. Uh, just go, you know, you can go to... Uh, uh, cblive.com uh, and then the other one is standuplive.com and you can check it out because it'll say venue or showroom and just click and find it and buy your tickets VIP tickets include a meet and greet which by the way I'm going to be out there drinking with you anyway we're going to meet we're going to greet uh, but you get a bunch of comedy tickets and things like that thrown in there too so you get something to we just need people to show up that's all I'm asking I always worry that whenever we do something fun like this and they've been great so far especially the birthday one that place was jammed up they're fun they're fun it's a fun show of uh, way too much drinking now i got to be careful this year because it's two nights in a row and for my birthday show the shots just kept coming and i mean it was an embarrassment of you're gonna be tracking saturday so <laughs> saturday might just be yeah. let's listen to some records together yep. <laughs> here's one we would have done if i was conscious but saturday makes the most sense because as head wound kennedy uh, of course, I'm not going to know all the words. <laughs> you can miss yeah, a couple, no miss problem. A couple songs and just wander off. So we'll see. But you are in the loop on that one. And people who don't know will see it. Uh, so if you buy those tickets for you, you'd be doing us all a favor. And on top of it all, uh, the um, we're going to give it to Lost Our Home Pet Rescue. And uh, we uh, hopefully Four Peaks is involved in that deal. And uh, anytime you get a Four Peaks beer, we're going to throw some money towards Lost Our Home. So if you go, pop off with uh, Four Peaks to Ching Chavez. You can get a wow. You can get all that stuff. And it's pretty good. So. Very excited. Got rehearsal. Got band this week. Sorry, can't make it. Band practice. <laughs> and it's pretty fun. And my gay neighbors will be there, I believe, on the Friday night. Those guys have fun. They didn't go to the birthday thing. They went last year's Halloween deal. We'll see. And we still got to get Brady involved. They got an idea for Brady for whichever night you can go. Hopefully it would be the Saturday night. Because I've seen you actually in this outfit. And it works. Works real well. Brett, I haven't decided what you're going to do. Maybe you can come up and be Kid Ice. I'll do that. You want to do I can that? do some Two Live Crew. Hell yeah. You want to yeah. do Two Live Crew? Yes, I'm in. Brett can do Two Live Crew yes. on his own. I'll care. take. I'll go get I'll some go. drinks. Wait a minute. How many N-words are in that song? None. It's, oh, okay. uh, right. Very it's careful. Done. It's actually, right. it's it talks mostly about the genitals. Yes. <laughs> All right, Brett, we'll All have right, you I'm up in. and you do that one. All right. All right. And Toledo will watch from a distance, just like his sex life. <laughs> He'll come dressed as a cuck. Hilarious. So there you go. Night of the Singing Dead. Two nights this year. What were we thinking? No idea. But by the end of uh, one night, I don't do this enough. My throat's not trained for this. By the end of one night, I'm usually trashed and gassed out. Anything more than like 12 songs, and that's a lot. Your this voice is, track inside This is 40. Yeah. I would be very softly uh, soft-spoken those couple of days but i can't wait it's gonna be fun so we're hoping you guys will join us we are very excited about it we're gonna give some tickets away as the week goes on uh for you guys and you can go to that please i'm begging you at this point and again the drinking team come fill her up 
help out. It is for charity, so it's also... And we get to take over a bar for Halloween. And, if, and we'll do costumes, too. In fact, we'll make a little costume party out of it. I already love that uh, I've got two people that... When I said yesterday, a guy's coming as the Titanic submersible. Another guy goes, great, that's what I was going to do. Well, maybe yours is better. So the submersibles can compete and bang into each other. Whichever one falls apart first wins. One of them could be Patel. <laughs> a member of <laughs> inside of it. That's a good idea. Just exploded. Oh, So, yeah. Your costume, the grosser your costume, the better. This is one of those Halloween parties with no rules. Like if you've got a costume of uh, ovarian cysts or something weird, like you come in, come on, let's bring it on down. Last year, a guy gave me a hug, and uh, he was in all white. And I was the devil. I had this great costume. It was devil paint all over my body. And uh, he comes up, and he gives me a hug. And I'm like, are you wet? And he goes, yep. And I'm like, what are you? And he goes, sperm. (laughs) He Uh, took the time to continue to go back to the bathroom and pour water on himself to stay gooey. That was gross. My Travolta outfit was covered in red, too, from your your costume. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of red last year. All right. We're going to have fun, though. Night of the Singing Dead is back. I can't believe it. Halloween's just uh, 13 days away, and we're going to take care of you. The 27th, downtown 28th at Desert Ridge, and we're looking for everybody to show up. Do both nights. It'll be more fun that way. I think there's a two-for special, too. If you buy both nights, it's less. That doesn't mean it's better. It's just less. <laughs> <laughs> we got Rock Wars coming up in a little bit. It's 98 KUPD. It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. This is a great idea. Guy just emailed me. Says, John, I got a costume. I'm ready to go to uh, uh, Night of the Singing Dead. My costume will be Toledo's dad because I can't make it. I'm out of town that weekend. Damn it. That's a pretty good <laughs> costume. We'll look for you. You could buy tickets and not show up. Still helps the charity. And we'll just say, hey, look at all Toledo's dad's table over here. We'll have an empty table of tickets oh, that sure. were personated. A, a couple dad. packs of smokes up there. And- How about this? Toledo's dad table for everybody who buys tickets and then says uh, for charitable donation. Just leave an empty table for us. We'll be happy to sing to an empty table for a table a costume of Toledo's dads. Hilarious. <laughs> this one says I can't seem to get on the site for Friday tickets. Can you help me, please? Boy, I wish I could. I don't know what I don't know what you're going on over there, but just keep trying. Keep trying. Just keep trying. Eventually, the clicks will click you somewhere. <laughs> to Call them. That'll work. And that's right. You're probably saying, John. It sounds like you're begging. I am. I'm begging you to go. It's embarrassing just to have a bad crap. <laughs> I mean, ask Corey Feldman. I mean, it's embarrassing. And on that front, uh, Corey Feldman Christmas show has teetered back a little bit to maybe. Now, we got excited about it, and we were going to throw him like 15 grand to come do an hour of Christmas music. Larry is super excited about it. So then we get the emails from his management saying, I'm not so sure you guys are all that big of Corey Feldman fans. Like, does it matter? We want to go be entertained by him. Does it matter how or what we're feeling inside? If we still love it, that's the joy he's trying to bring, right? Whether or not we're having a laugh or having a go, we're not going to disrupt. And a lot of people would go to this. Uh, so he's like, I'm not so sure you guys are. In, it's in his best interest. And I'm like, a Christmas spectacular with Corey Feldman, he'd win us over. If he if he decided to say, all right, I'm in on it, tongue-in-cheek here, I'll do your Christmas special and the comeback king, which has to happen. Oh. Jay Okerson's going to be here Friday, and he and Dan Soder have been on this longer than we have. Yeah. I didn't even know about it until Dan came in here. 
And I'm like, you guys, because it was the week Corey They discovered was here. the passion. He was before. here the week prior. or, or the, Yeah, I went to the Corey show the two nights before he was here, not knowing that Dan was in on that. And he's like, oh, I've been on a, and he's been addicted to it too. It's a, it's a virus. And I don't care how upset Corey might be that the idea of me saying, I'm not sure he understands that. The hilarity that ensues from the show of every time he stops the song and starts over. Um, I bought a box set. So he you're, wins. He wins. Right? You were promised something with that yeah, box I was. set. And now instead of that, I want a Christmas spectacular. And I'm willing to kick in more money. Talk about delusional. If he doesn't take the 15 grand to put together some Christmas classics and Comeback King, which he does all the time anyway, he's a fool. Big J might want to come out tonight. I think Big J might host that. He might help us host that. <laughs> I'll ask him. We'll ask Friday. Yeah. Big J, can you be part of our Holmberg's Happy Endings Corey Feldman Christmas Spectacular? Would you be part of that? And Jay would do it. I think Jay would, if he's available, would do it. That's the problem we've had with the Happy Endings is the availability of everybody. They're scattered all over the world. That's true. His, the dates. It's a tough one. Who won two weeks ago, Bert? I thought you did. Did I win? I thought so. I think JG picked you. Yeah, Rock Wars was two weeks yeah, ago because yeah, Adam John Murray was picture. here last night. Did he? Yeah. Two weeks ago he got me? Or was that three? Yeah. Was it me? All right, okay. Hi, Richard. Thank you. All right, we'll get that together. I'll have a topic for Rock Wars in just a second. But, yeah, get ready. Night of the Singing Dead's there, and I am begging you to help us out. And in the end, big costume. I mean, how bad could it be? You're not going to go to a better Halloween party than this. Two of them. Double down at the best Halloween of your adult life. Rock Wars coming up in just minutes. It's 98. Rock Wars, the wake-up song, and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's time for Rock Wars, and I won a couple weeks ago. Adam Ray was here last week, had a blast with Adam uh, on the air, and he stayed here till got it. When did he, was he done? Like 12.30? Just took over Larry's show. And he picked a... Uh, Melissa, the girl that said she'd suck and f- everybody on the thing. It's like the Jew convention in here Wait on a Wednesday. Between <laughs> <laughs> Larry and Adam. <laughs> he says that because that's what they called it. That's what they did. But when you say it, it sounds so horrible. No, that's what they were calling it. <laughs> hey, me. It is you. <laughs> it's always you. Anyway, my lovely. What a lovely sentiment. It was, though. You're right. It was. There's a lot of Jewish people in here. Uh, and they were very celebratory of Yes, them. they yeah. were. It's a good thing. I'm rooting for them right now. I'm a big fan of theirs right now. Blow it all up. I don't care. I think it's a better way. <laughs> Anybody that celebrates chopping a baby out of a lady oh, yeah. with a video that goes, oh, we did this for you guys need to go away. That group needs to get gone. Anyway, uh, that's a separate story from what we're talking about. Rock Wars and uh, down 02. Trying to get a buzz in the city for these Diamondbacks who are where they shouldn't be. They're standing in a place they shouldn't be. So even as a non-D-backs fan, and possible D-backs fan, if they make the World Series, I will stop. I'll make the claim right here. Here we go, 931, 10-18-23. I now guarantee that if they make the World Series, I will stand by my claims earlier this year, that if they made it to the World Series, I'd abandon my Cubs. It's easy right now because they're down 0-2. So if they come back and go four out of the next six, that's the way it should be. I should have to. That should be a team everybody roots for. They're right. I have more ties to this city than I do Chicago. That's my heart. I've just had my cubbies my whole life. Through mostly thin, but one occasional thick. 
mostly the Cubs have, but but for the most part, the Cubs have abandoned me as a fan. So I'm, I'm in a transitional phase where why wouldn't I consider this? Back in May, I said it, that I'd make the swap or if they made the World Series. I was lying. I had no belief that this could happen. I hadn't talked to David Haar downstairs, who evidently knew this was coming. But here they stand on the precipice of the World Series. Can they get through? Down 0-2. State of affairs. We need a song that basically says, here's what you do. Now, it can be pessimistic, optimistic, realistic, uh, whatever you want to throw at it. That is the theme song we're going to go with for the Diamondbacks as they trek back to the Valley for tomorrow's, what is it, a 207 start to play game three as their season rides completely on the arm of a rookie. It's like a rally song for them? or If you, you want to go rally, if you want a, a funeral dirge, if you want to, whatever you want to do, a theme song for the current state of affairs of your Arizona Diamondbacks. You want to rally them? Go rally them. Uh, we'll see what you got. So a theme song for the Diamondbacks as they stand right now. Right now. It kind of encapsulates the entire deal, where they came from, what they're doing, what's, what's on the brink. Uh, if you want to help out, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. If you want to text, 97936. Any song you guys think is right, maybe we'll take your suggestion and run with it. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to be looking and choosing Rock Wars coming up next. Rock Wars, the wake-up song and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's time. For the weekly battle of musical supremacy known only as Rock Wars, brought to you by our friends right over there at Mo Money Pawn. I'm going to find the page here. There it is. It's eventually going to show up. There it is. Shorter long-term collateral loans from $10 to $100,000 or more. No credit needed. Top dollar paid with the entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. The theme this week and a new judge. John Gordon's not here. Mr. Knight is here, filling in for Larry. I don't think that thing works. I think you're out. Okay. <laughs> That's done. We'll get to you in a little while. He'll sit quietly in the corner, listen, and then judge. Uh, Sean's filling in for Larry. So he's going to judge this because we're late, which is even There's better. a shocker. Hey, what the hell's We're always late. Well, that's not. Why don't you do anything about it? Toledo, I'm enjoying this. Time. 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 There we, we go. go. The current state of affairs for the Diamondbacks is this week's topic. Whether you want to be happy, sad. Optimistic, pessimistic, whatever. I want your theme song, Brady. I want you to go first. Go. Uh, they got to stay in it. That's my feeling. Don't give up. Oh, Kate Bush. Oh, no. no, come on. Oh, okay. It is not. Christ. Thank God. No, I'm going with Danko Jones. Oh. There's going to be a fight tonight. Even though they're playing tomorrow, but still, we in the afternoon, right. <laughs> it's in the daytime. You just crapped on your own thing. It's going to be a fight tonight. After the game sometime tomorrow. It's going to be a fight this afternoon tonight. It's going to be a fight this afternoon tonight tomorrow. It's a great song, though. Oh, Danko's fun. The game will be over. But I get it. Brady's Danko Jones song. It's going to be a fight tonight. There you go. Brett, go. All right. This one, uh, you know, this... David Haar started this one yes. from the beginning of the season. Salesperson, I downstairs. mean the, the 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 genius that he is, the baseball guru. Yeah, and but you know I think the fans right now they have to basically keep the faith. So we're gonna go terror keepers of the faith. No, oh, I'm not doing George Michael. I was gonna say yeah, no, no, no. Or the, didn't Biscuit cover that too? <laughs> Got to have faith. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't have been bad either. Terror. Yeah. Keep the faith. Keep 
the face. Gotta have that fight song going. Yep. Alright, I like the terror. This is a two-minute song. Yep. Solid stuff right there. Terror. I, I was gonna go with uh, Elton John's funeral for a friend, but that's like nine <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> It kills a lot of time. <laughs> I know. Don't go breaking my heart. <laughs> that oh, too. Damn. That's a good one. You could have stuck around Elton the whole time. Uh, well, you did. Philadelphia didn't. Freedom. That was something I thought about, but that's not <laughs> free of Philadelphia. You guys had nice, nice, cute little songs. Oh, thanks. Game's over. There's only one song to play. That ain't it. I was going to say, what the hell is that? <laughs> you got Toledo. The beginning of it. The beginning of it. You got Toledo. <laughs> I thought we were going to go straight from the top. There you go. Here. Take two. Take two. I think we all know what's going to happen next. I think we can chant it along. What In the crowd. I think you can sit. You know what you're about to say. How do you not know this by heart? Yeah. When you kick out on the floor, they're going to keep it. They just kick you some more and kick you like spit. Because when you reach for the door, they're going to close it. You're a beautiful soul, but no one knows it. Not yet. Still not yet. Wait for it. Wait for it. Play most of it, then. Does it look familiar? Shock. Bad boys. No. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're Arizona Diamondbacks. We must look inwards. Still nothing. Inwards. We need him to come back. Yeah. Feldman. Corey Feldman and the Comeback King. This version is so much better than the one he uses. No, it's not. They need to be the Comeback King, and he to do our Christmas show. Corey Feldman, Comeback King. It's beautiful. You weren't with us at the Corey Feldman show last week, or you'd have had a special attachment to that. Probably. The choice is once again, Brady chose there's going to be a fight tonight by Danko Jones tomorrow afternoon. Sometime in the future. <laughs> yeah, they're eventually, fighting all day. One of the day, one of the days on the calendar are going to be a fight. Brett chose terror. Got to keep the faith. Close enough. And I chose Comeback King by the great Corey Feldman. Sean Knight, choose. Oh, man. Great choices. Thank you. Great choices. Um, that Danko song was really good. Yep. The terror song, really good. But you know what? I'm going to have to give it to you, John. Yeah, that's right. Because it's Corey Kings. Feldman's Comeback King. And the smarter thing here that's just happened... Corey's going to get royalties when this song plays. And he's going to get a check for like 28 cents. <laughs> and he's going to go, why is KPD playing my music? And then they'll be like, oh, he wants to do his Christmas. We've got to have that Christmas He show. won a contest. That's right. He won, he won Celebrity Playdio. <laughs> All right. I don't know why you're showing pictures of that right now. Sophia Vergara. <laughs> with her boobs out. Thank you, Brad. Somebody Brent, wanted me to show you that. Well, I'm... I'm Glad they did. I'm, that's a wonderful thing. Distracting you from. Doesn't matter what they want. The genius. For the next three minutes and eight seconds, Diamondbacks fans unite. Corey Feldman. Song kicks ass. One week removed from his great show last week. <laughs> I don't know when this. I don't, is this officially how it starts? Okay. <laughs> Posted. I don't know. He went for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Comeback King. Go, boy. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Yeah, Corey Feldman. Good choice, Sean. The <laughs> Mike LaShawn Knight. That's the way most people prefer you. True. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's hilarious.
Uh, it's, uh, yeah, Corey Feldman. Got to get that Christmas show together. All right, email him oh. and say, we're even playing his music. What I happened? I think Curtis Young is Dr. Dre's son. On the thing? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah, he look is. at that. Oh, the list of people Couldn't that get have, the OG, but, you know. Hey, <laughs> the list of people he's had participate on is, is mind-blowing. They're all in on it. Oh, you want to make a funny album? Okay. And they think it's goofing, too. They think they're on a weird out track, but if they're not, he's serious about it. Christmas, please. If there's ever been a Jesus or a Santa Jesus or whatever's going on out there. Krampus. Krampus. I don't care who. A la Claus. I'm in. Get me that Corey Feldman Christmas show. Uh, it's time now for Brady to entertain us all. It's brought to you by our friends over at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. Uh, if you want to get in on their seminars, again, I remind you, the uh, women's self-defense seminar. All the ladies are invited. All they out there can go. Uh, it's open to the public, and you can go in there. Uh, like a little lamb and come out like a lion. It's going to happen. It's a beautiful thing that gets your confidence rolling, uh, teaches you some things, and gets you some crawl, walk, run in a three-hour time span. You can do this every single day if you want to. ReactDefense.com is in Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler, and they will boost you from your current status as a citizen of this beautiful city right into the sheepdog status of somebody that is not going to be victimized. They teach you that right away. You start to recognize things you didn't know were happening around you, and you see them a lot clearer than you used to. That's the key to it. Avoiding the problem is the key. Knowing when the situation is going to get hairy is the key. And having something in your pocket to take care of you and the people you love, that's awesome. So they do it all the time. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Martin Scorsese was out and about doing a bunch of uh, promo interviews for the movie coming out this weekend, his newest, The Killers of the Flower Moon. Looks great. He uh, told him a story about uh, Goodfellas. After he finished up filming that, and the movie came out, it did pretty well in the box office. He was not allowed in certain Italian restaurants. After Scorsese? Yeah. Oh, because he kind of spilled the beans on some stuff. He ratted yeah. a little. Is that true, Brett? Scorsese's yeah, a rat? Get, he still gets a pass. I say, you can't. He gets a pass. Scorsese's no rat. No, he gets a pass. I don't know who's saying that. I don't know what's going on there, huh? It's called Mario. I'll kill you. You see, uh, we were talking about yesterday with De Niro and his... Girlfriend and their baby. Yeah. You see De Niro's 80-year-old ass holding that infant. <laughs> I'm a daddy. I'm a daddy. I might see it turn five, maybe. And then he says, she does five. most of the heavy yeah. work. Yeah, 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 well, of course. <laughs> you can barely wipe your own ass. Of course. I'm good. Now she's got two people to clean up. Meanwhile, Pacino's like, oh, man, thank God I dodged that bullet. I got out of there. 78. Not going to do it again. Is he officially hey, out? By the way, somebody in this house just <laughs> their pants. Uh, baby, baby or daddy. Go to bed me. Go to bed Raise me. your hand oh. if you've got poopy drawers. I think I might, I think oh. I might, I think I might have poopy pants. <laughs> Doubling up the What huggies. is it, honey? <laughs> I think I pooped my pants. You're good. I got poopy pants. It's the baby, honey. Okay, good. You're good. Hey, baby. Did you f*** my wife? Huh? Were you, what were you doing inside there, huh? What were you doing in there? I saw you. Eminem turned uh, 51 yesterday. And uh, By the way, for Halloween, hold on. For Halloween, I just thought of this. Contact your people, Brett. Yes. And uh, tell De Niro to dress the baby as Joe Pesci and have him go out for Halloween. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, would be worth it all the way around. Sorry, go ahead, Brady. There's a conspiracy theory that says... He died in a car accident in 2006 and was replaced by a clone. Who's this? Eminem. Eminem. They said that about Paul McCartney yeah. years ago, too. Did you ever watch the documentary about that? No, huh? Where uh, they claim that the Beatles never said Paul after he died. They said fall. 
Ouch. to make it so they never actually said the word Paul. And so they had all these clips of John going, well, that's when Paul and I always had trouble. It's like, see, he clearly says Paul. He never said Paul. They filmed that at Chiba Hut? Yeah. Because those readings are all hallucinating on something. It was definitely <laughs> altered. It's terrible. The timelines are all wrong. Like, this, this song came out right before Paul died. And I'm like, well, that song came out like 12 years before we knew about the Beatles. I think they even did that with Avril Lavigne. They said she was dead? They said she was dead a long time ago, and then they replaced her with somebody named Melissa, supposedly. <laughs> Who yeah. would notice? Right. Yeah, that one, like, Paul McCartney's a name. Avril Lavigne dies and shows up. It just has to be pretty reasonably close. Right. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to look for that. Well, did Chad Kroger know this? I mean, I would hope I so. That's why they divorced. Hey, this that, all feels that's probably different. true. Yeah. You have a tattoo that says Melissa on your butt. That wasn't there yesterday. Ozzy was uh, talking about how back in the day, he, he'll still do it now without controlling it necessarily but he said when he'd be in concert there'd be times where he wouldn't take a break he'd just piss himself <laughs> he didn't do that on purpose <laughs> nah, it happens with age oh my god i've done it again i'll just tell everyone i'm so into the show that i, or I, I won't even so go always sharon's always on <laughs> he says oh, what's wrong ozzy i'll just <laughs> myself so i'm right there on the stage during the during 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 the, the, oh i can't say the song now he says, I, uh, done. I used to go, oh, F it, I'll just piss, because I was right. wet anyway from throwing water around. Jeff, go party Albuquerque! I do. We'll be right means, back. That means he did that here at least four times. It would be I've better seen. in and the middle. And was also known for throwing the buckets of water on the crowd. Was it water? <laughs> yeah, was it water? <laughs> Those are my buckets of pee. Looking at a miracle. Hold on, everybody. I'll be right back. I've got to go to urinate. Nah, screw it. I'll do it my pants. Oh, the you think of that one, Amarillo? I'm just myself for your entertainment. And Ozzy's been standing there a long time. <laughs> just like when dogs look a, at you. There's just a satisfied grin. Yeah, every time a dog pees, they look over at you like, what are you looking at? Yeah. What? This is not what you paid for. Leave me alone. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> if I close my eyes, hold on. There it is. Forever. <laughs> And then ten, two minutes later, he's like, I'm really cold. <laughs> it's freezing up. Put these fans on. My, my midsection has made a horrible error. Please, ever got a frosty on my nuts. <laughs> anyway, Larry is on his excellent adventure. Is this when he starts giving money away? Yeah? Has it already started? No. No, it starts when he comes back. Right. Yeah. So he goes on this trip. Toyota gives him a car. Larry camps, then comes back with money. I'm still not sure how any of this works. Like, does he go? See, now and this only is only once has he gone with another, person. and he's golfing this time. And he's going golfing this time. He borrowed your clubs. He's going up. To, he's miniature golfing. No, he's going to real golf. He's full set. That's us. You're not wrong. <laughs> is it like when Larry golfs? It is miniature golf because he's a very small man. <laughs> he's like dwarf. Yeah, <laughs> only without all that height. Dwarf McVeely. But yeah, so then he goes up. There, but I don't understand. It's like, does he have money? I wouldn't doubt it. Does he have money buried somewhere up in Payson that he's? Well, yeah, he comes he's back with it. Right. <laughs> That's what I think. Larry goes up and takes care of one of his uh, Larry jars. Him and Adam Ray are going up there golfing. Hey, I found another jar of money. That's mine. They're burying quarters all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Which the old joke says that's how the Grand Canyon was invented. <laughs> anyway, terrible. We miss Larry, but Sean Knight's going to fill in for him. For a little. Be nice to him. You give him. Do you have free things for people today? You don't know. 
I have lots of free things. Okay, he's going to give away lots of free things. That's good. Exciting. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm sold. Uh, Mr. Knight will be with you now. And uh, enjoy your afternoon. I guess that's it for us. We're done. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Morning Sickness. So hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.